going? Well, you know, three Eagle Scouts in a basement. Trees, Eagle Scouts. Well, uh, I actually did a sound check while we were warming up, so uh, we're actually going. So. We're live? Hey, buddy. How oh, are my God, you? I'm not prepared. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I usually do the opener, so you're good. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, how are you? Doing good, and you? Uh, you know, uh, great since I saw you on Monday, because we're kind of getting ahead of... Uh, oh, that's right. We have a holiday coming up. We want to keep going on. I'm actually uploading, because um, I'm terrible and should have done it this morning. However, uh, sleeping in was more important. Um, I'm uploading uh, last week's episode, uh, or... Earlier this week's episode, right now, as we kind of record. So it'll go <coughs> live. So it'll be up today. Oh, um, I, I actually won't publish it until we're done recording. So we'll okay. kind of like coordinate that after so we, we get off. wait till Friday. <coughs> kind of backlog, so this will go is next it Friday. Not, is it not Friday? Holy shit, today's Friday. It is. Oh, Friday. I was like, I was like, you're fucking with me, right? Like, I've thought every day was Friday up until today. And I'm like, yes, today is Friday. And then, like, I literally, like, I had such a mini panic attack. <laughs> like, it was, like, literally the smallest <laughs> nuclear explosion that, like, got killed halfway through. That's so funny. Ooh, Until Friday. You I mean thought today. we were doing this on Thursday, like, for, like, a <laughs> yeah. fucking week. Well, uh, Thursday is the day. It, it kind of jumps around right now based on, like, where we record. Bobby's home. And, um, you know, just the timing of that. Like, you know, he has a family life and stuff like that. So, How about you introduce our guests? So, uh, actually, I'll start the podcast, Bobby. We have yeah. a format, sort of, until you... True. We have a, we have a format until you get five beers in. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But, right. hey, uh, right. just real quick to get through some of the uh, housekeeping. Uh, welcome to uh, Industry Secrets, uh, the podcast where we talk shit and talk shop. And don't check emails. Uh, yeah, the email we do not check is <laughs> industrysecretspod at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, um, uh, just an editor's note because I did not do pre-check with our guests. We got a little uh, sidetrack oh, right. talking, but we do not edit anything. So <clears throat> keep that in mind. So even go. if we suck, not editing it. If you say some shit you don't want to hear... Go out. Well, mainly it's We're about naming people by name. I always encourage guests to talk that talk, as they say. However, um, for your benefit, I warn you ahead of time. Casey was one of my favorite guests. He was just like literally, like he was not subtle. He, every person had a name. It was, it was awesome. It was Chef's guess. Uh, Casey Wallen. Uh, no, uh, he is on on the schedule, but no, Casey Starr, formerly of Iguanamax, currently of uh, Matthias Depot. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, his wife's name is Nadia Starr, which is <laughs> far more of a poor name, and we got to have her on too because she was uh, a baller in her own right and still is to this day. The table or the podcast? Yeah, yeah fine. <laughs> you know. However, but uh, this was the longest introduction. Um, I've been dying. To have Mr. Uh, Brandon Casey, uh, who was our guest, talked about him a bunch. Um, on, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, we uh, we just did Orvid, uh, which was you know local shout out to guest, and I feel that very much in the same lane, uh, Brandon Casey, um, who is an international man of mystery. So uh, the fact that he's not traveling and we were actually able to lock him down outside of his bar is good for you for getting your truly. I leave Thursday. A pleasure. Yep. <laughs> I'm going skiing in Tahoe on Thursday. Yeah. God damn! What is with you? How many times you've been out to Tahoe this year? My father-in-law lives there. Oh, I guess and that helps. Lake Whitefish. So, mm, yes, of course. So, how many times? Once a month. Oh, dude, I don't even know how many times I've been in a fucking state this like year. Well, the the joke we usually have when we're texting is like, That's "Oh, I'm in town for four days. Which four days are you in town for?" And then we coordinate that we can't see each other <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. you're but you're like i'm in stafford and i'm like i'm in Kauai. 
Yes, it's very much like I'm in Wickenburg and you're like Tahoe. And I'm like, these are the same. You're like, I'm in Sholo. I'm like Key West. (laughs) (laughs) The only time you felt bad for me this last like Texas change is like I'm in Columbus, Ohio. And you're like, ooh. And you were in like fucking Tucson. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is the first city of gastronomy in the United States. 25 miles of the best Mexican food in the country. Can't be wrong. (laughs) I mean, they have signs. That is the... Funniest shit I've ever heard. That's, I love that they uh, have signs downtown that say that. Well, listen, I was just going to give you. Who's going to argue with a sign? Right? I mean, I argued with the downtown Mesa this way sign on my way here. Well, usually, <laughs> um, <laughs> usually on downtown the way Mesa's to, come a long way. Downtown Mesa. Me and the other Masonians will fight you. <laughs> Did some of those people have blades and needles and disease? Um, I mean, definitely the latter. Yeah, Brandon Casey's bar is on Baseline and Milbro. <laughs> like <laughs> needles and, <laughs> and blades is Brandon. I feel like, uh, I feel like you can't evening. rally the Tempe. <laughs> you can't rally the Tempe troops. Like you can rally the Mesa troops. Like I got the Mill Avenue bridge on my arm, dog. What you saying? That's true, yeah. dude. I'm fucking forty First time I got stabbed, I was seven on Princeton University. Forty dollars in heroin and Brandon Casey will have the biggest army a man. <laughs> Pull my conch shell. <laughs> look at Kiwanis <laughs> Park. Everybody just kind of comes. Just hey, like there's some heroin over here. And yeah. then you've just... Use like, this you chicken wing as your weapon. Yeah. You say heroin. <laughs> you a, I can go for some heroin. You got a tall boy with PBR and several chicken wings to throw at people. You yeah. can do a lot with PBR. I've yeah. never used a chicken wing. What's you, I've fighting people? Uh, chicken bone. I get chicken wing bone. You put them between your knuckles. Like little like car keys. It's a, it's a just it's a fucking off-brand Wolverine. <laughs> um, you guys got chicken wings. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, uh, there's a lot of things I would like to cover with you today. Um, <clears throat> I knew I should have asked you what we were talking about before this. No, this is the yes. best. Um, however, <laughs> uh, the the it's actually Bobby who kicks it off, mm-hmm. and this will be the worst of it. But um, we got to open it up to it's get all going. Downhill from here. So, Same Bobby, take us away. Brandon, as an adult man, have you ever shit your pants? Yeah. Like three <laughs> months ago. <laughs> it's like Key West, baby. I can't remember the fuck it was. Did My wife was like, are you, you okay? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. I ate too much foie gras. Like, I'm not okay. <laughs> Every time you see foie gras on a menu, item, it's like, hey, for 25 bucks, you can rent this here. <laughs> for 25 you bucks. You are not leaving with this foie gras in your system. <laughs> yeah. And you- if you're lucky enough... No one's in the restroom, so you can leave with your pants clean. Yeah, I was going to say, do you calculate the underwear you're wearing as part of the cost ahead of time well, when, when I, you order Fogwa, just in case? We well, usually or? don't wear underwear, but when I go and I know there's Fogwa, I do wear underwear. Ah, a man who's slinging some dick. You're no underwear I man. It. I mean, yeah, it's not a problem. I feel like for thick jeans, I don't want, like especially jeans, because I don't really wash jeans. Uh, I need some sort of layer to like keep that clean. Well, I live in board shorts usually. That's fair. But it's cold outside today. So it's cold. Remember, he was talking about Key West earlier and all that. Well, I'm from downtown Tempe. Flip-flops, board shorts, stupid t-shirt, hat. It's not a stupid t-shirt. It's a great t-shirt. That is, you are wearing an incredible t-shirt. Did you read the entire t-shirt? I did. Time? I read the whole shirt. <laughs> I was like, this guy fucking likes walking. <laughs> so uh, we had a guy come in. at a What he know? Uh, Philip Duncan. Philip Duncan from Guatemax. Yeah. Big boy, older. Dude, he, most of the Iguana Mask clothes before I could drink. Yeah. Uh, he was the seven-foot-tall dude. He, he was the seven-foot-tall dude with the mohawk. They, I do know that guy. Right? Yeah, because he, he was also on stand-up. He was also on Last Comic Standing, and yes. Uh, yeah, Philip Duncan. He did Last Comic Standing? 
Yeah. Uh, he, what has this guy not done? Uh, dude, he's pretty incredible. I like him. Uh, well, so, like most of our guests, uh, I don't know them at all until, like, the same, like, how we've now met each other. Like, <laughs> like we just show up to my house, and I'm like, you're welcome. Come to my basement. And uh, so, Alex. Three Eagle Scouts in a basement <laughs> later. <laughs> this, is the, this is our uh, our epitome. This is the mountaintop right yeah. here. Uh, we're about to be fucking thrifty and loyal and all the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, so, Philip comes in, and Alex isn't here yet, so I was just, like, killing time by bringing him down to the basement. We're getting set up, and, uh. I offer him a beer immediately. Like, I'm going to have a beer. Do you want a beer? And he's like, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. I read his shirt and it says, uh, uh, Jesus is my co-pilot. Yeah. Um, Take the I, wheel. Like, literally. So like, I stopped reading there. I go, That's a shirt my dad wears. He's like, <laughs> now old, like religious man. Like, uh, from 18, from zero to 18 years old, I think we went to church three times. So my family wasn't religious. Parents get divorced and all of a sudden they love Jesus. So then my dad gets all these, like, just traditional, like, Jesus shirts. And I so I just think, like, there's an old man just like my dad rocking a Jesus shirt. I don't need to know what... I don't need to finish reading this because I know what the last bit says. I'm the strongest on my knees. I then do... It's, like, the same... It's, like... Get your dollar-dollar bills out for... Um, so I stop reading the shirt and then do a podcast with him. I'm like, holy shit. Philip Duncan is not the man that I thought because it is face value here. Like we'll get to know each other in the next hour, hour and a half. Uh, we leave and I look at Alex. I'm like, not the dude I was expecting. He's like, really? I'm like, he has a fucking Jesus shirt. And he's like, did you finish reading that shirt? And I'm like, no. And then I look at shirt and it says, Jesus is my co-pilot and we're cruising for pussy. Oh. I have learned so much more about him. Yeah, just a, a little more reading would have... Uh, I, I really, just, yeah, I just literally... But I, I, I do love the journey, Bobby, went on because Philip Duncan is truly amongst the most ridiculous human beings I've ever met in my life in one of the most incredible ways possible. I think the last time I saw him... Because he's a fucking giant. Yeah, he's... a big boy. He's, uh, he used to bounce at the dose on Apache, right? Possibly. 15 um, years ago, maybe, yeah. But he's huge. He's a big boy. Philip, Philip's an enormous human being. He's actually one of the few people I've ever worked next to. Like, I thought really, it was Alex's dad. Dude, the dude is a giant. Yeah, we're and, not and small. I think, and I think his at least one of his parents is a tiny Asian person, which is just <laughs> the most ridiculous. Are you like, saying he got like his mom got like double dog pregnant? Like how dogs can get pregnant like twice? Like one of his parents and is then a he tiny absorbed. Asian? Yeah, like he's got like all the chromosomes for four people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man is a giant. I mean, oh, he's huge. He's you like, and I, I don't have twenty three chromosomes. I have. Forty six chromosomes, dude. In his brain, one, in his really? brain is yeah, in, yeah, his brain is in like the sixth dimension. So, like, very possible because, like, he'll literally just say like the wildest shit, so matter of factly, and then like we laugh, and then you're like, casually, he's also correct. Fuck, uh, <laughs> yeah, he says wild shit casually. <laughs> you wild just asked me if I casually. shit my pants before, and I. I've said this a few times. I just wish I could I think remember where. I think this is episode 27, actually, or 20. He, he asked me. It 20, was recent. 27. No, this it was, was, oh, no, this recent. is episode, yeah. This he, is told episode me, uh, he told me he um, licked a tub of ranch off girls' titties and, like, would do blow and, like, lick assholes that taste like strawberries. Like, it was just like, hey, man, I'm at the bank. Dude, I would like to deposit some money. There, like, was, there was a house party. Dude, he threw a house party while I was working there. And uh, I had to work, so I couldn't make it. So the cocktail waitress that worked there at the time I was dating, um, she went, 
And then he later told me that this was a, p- a party where he was like, he had like trays of just like a little bit of Coke, a little bit of weed, a little bit of just like, you know, pills, yeah. a little bit of just everything. Like, can I resell this? Can I take the tray and resell yeah. it? Do you guys have any saran wrap? Yeah. I need a small go. vial to put this Coke back <laughs> yeah, in. Just go saran wrap right up the top and just go. <laughs> yeah. And then before Jacqueline <laughs> found my wild ass and, and, and reeled me in, I was clearly attracted to the people who had their shit together the most. Uh, <laughs> You're like, this guy's got all of it. I mean, so, he had his shit together. It was organized. organized. This, it was on a tray. It wasn't on the top of dude, a toilet. This shit cost money. Yeah. This <laughs> woman had some demons. Because Phil was like, he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I love you. But like, your girl showed up and just was like, he's like, he's like, I just, you know, most people just kind of do like one or the other. And he's like, she just went down the line. And next thing I know, she's like in the bathroom naked, crying in the shower. And I was just like. That's I mean, my future wife. I mean, I don't know if her like boyfriend girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> but she's definitely using your shower curtain as a towel right yeah. now. <laughs> Listen, she looks man, like a shitty chimichanga. <laughs> do you have a couch she can sleep on? Uh, but no, those are the kind of parties. But but also like he also like would just randomly give me the greatest advice of my life. Right? Like I remember one time he's Invest like an apple. He's like, you know what I'm gonna do? He's like, <clears throat> the next house I buy. Because, you know, he had been living in the same house for a while with his wife and kids. Um, and, you know, he'd been throwing like, these wild-ass parties over there forever. He's like, the next house I buy, I'm going to not tell anyone where I live. That's money. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's I, like, I mean, he's like you know when you're, like, pissing? My house. He's like, you know when you're pissing, you lean? He's like, dude, I have a black spot in my bathroom <laughs> from, like, where people, like, lean and piss. He's like, I don't fucking want that, man. And, dude, sh- he's like... He even did this little bit where he's like, hey, man, let's hang out. And he's like, yeah, let's hang out at your place. And I have been about that philosophy as we're recording Bobby's Basement. Uh, <laughs> so where's the piss spot? <laughs> it's on Alex. Yeah. So I, I, I've been I've been about that lifestyle for a while. And uh, thank you, Philip. But that, um, that is not why we're here. And, um, well, Philip Duncan is fantastic. Wait, why are we here? Brandon What Casey. are we doing again? This is a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay. It's so weird, Fuck. Alex. Okay. When so, people start calling you by your whole name. I don't uh, know when Alexander. that happened. When, no, like Brandon Casey. Usually, it's oh. Bra- usually it's Brandon fucking Casey or some version of that. But. Yeah. What do you uh, prefer? Uh, dude, I'll answer to fucking anything, honestly. Okay. You know, that's Chris, how I am. Like Chris Rogers. I'm Bobby. I also go by Bob. I also go by Robert. I also go by Rob. Like there's four fucking names. Just say one of them. Dude, I have four first names. So yeah. like, and yeah. my, one of my middle names is Dick. So B-dog. it's like right there. Yeah. Chris Rogers is weird when I said his name too. He was well, like, for me, no, no, no. <laughs> Chris Rogers goes by Chris Rogers. But he did not like it when I called him Chris Rogers. <laughs> no, he didn't like you when you called him Chris. I was like, who the fuck is Chris? Because you normally people normally just call him Rogers. I don't think Alex has ever not called me by just Brandon Casey. I've yes. only ever heard him talk about you as Brandon Casey. I don't know when that transition happened. He's like, in Brandon my Casey, life. Casey's Woodshed. Brandon Casey's Casey's Woodshed. But, well, actually, God. What a magnificent gentleman. That leads me <laughs> into the first thing I want to talk to you about. My so, name. Um, no, yes, My your address. name, which is all over, which is which yeah. is all over your bar. Um, well, it's mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, the level of humility you have going on is legendary. Um, <laughs> it's his bar. Hey, bought it. Wait, did so you, you just you, take over? Yeah. So hold on, hold on. So it was in existence. Bobby, hold on. Okay, I just need some context clues. Yes. So, and I'm about to. So, Brendan is is. An interesting enigma to me because not only is he like took over the woodshed, beat COVID, had, and turned it into one of the best dives easily I in the state. Vampires. 
can't believe I haven't been to your place. And, and correct me if I'm wrong on any aspect of this next part, but Brandon Casey is, if not one of the original owners, but definitely concepted the ostrich. No, you're good. Yeah, no, I designed it. I built it with my own hands. Yeah. yeah. So not only is he like rocking the coolest dive bar on the planet, like he basically also like Do set you the, own temp- the ostrich. I use, that's up for debate. He said oh. he, he, he set the template. <laughs> he set the template for speakeasies in Arizona. Okay, which is such well, a wild dichotomy in this industry to me. Like I love both of these things as well. No, I but I like you literally went straight from one like. to the other. You were like, you know what? The ostrich didn't work out in my favor. Um, yeah, let's get some white claw going in here. Uh, I actually tried Sonic Seltzer for the first time You're in your welcome. place. You're uh, welcome. Wait, 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 wait. They're amazing. Yes. Not the ocean water one. Um, it tastes, the ocean water uh, one tastes, tastes like banana like boat. Cherry limeade. Like West. Cherry limeade. Like yeah, oh my Key God. West. <laughs> no, it tastes Key like banana boat sunscreen. Key old gay sunscreen. That's Key West what it is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweaty old gay sunscreen. Uh, Key West actually, is that I can taste I don't love my sunscreen with this ethanol is Key West. You can't taste the ethanol. You can't. Get past the banana boat. <laughs> it's definitely the cherry limeade is next yeah, level. It's, uh, Dude, shotgun and cherry limeade might be one of the most refreshing things a human can do for breakfast. Did you bring them? I should have. Hmm. I brought you pens. Hmm. That is true. Hmm. And it's a clicky job. I mean, I'll use those pens. Yeah. Yes. But I could have used some cherry limeades. Shotguns. No, nope, we haven't shotgunned anything in here yet. I don't think Maybe today's the day? Today very well could be the we day. We got more. Wait. I mean, oh, after we get out of these tall back, boys. What are you doing? Take the Modellos out so when we shotgun, they're not ice cold. Take well, Modelo's out. Okay, but I yeah. mean, they made some Modelo Contradici now. This guy, he knows what's uh, up. No, so yes. actually, uh, to correct you a little bit there, Alex, um, I actually had the ostrich. Um, I don't have business partners anymore, which is one of the reasons why I don't have the ostrich anymore. Uh, that was an entire clusterfuck. So you had business partners to start the ostrich. Correct. Okay. Uh, and then, um, unfortunately, when my equity is about to be due, I got. Fired on the internet in the front page of the newspaper. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was kind of... No, it was it was news. How do you get fired from your, a business that you're part of? Like that you own? Part own. Equity. That's bad, it? Well, bad faith contracts. Percentage. Bad faith percentage. Contracts. Yeah. And then... Fuck them. Uh, oh, yeah. Thousand percent fuck them. Uh, so, uh, in, uh, here's my local shout out. Uh, if you're going to shit your pants, shit your pants in the ostrich. I actually double deck that motherfucker. Nice little upper upper decker. It's in a basement. The pump's shit. Mm. <laughs> You're like, I designed it. I know. Yeah, I know. I I'm not there to fix it anymore, so there's no way it works. <laughs> I mean, I have been to your new bar and I mean I don't know that toilet f- I put a urinal in. is Wait, wait, was is do you have a new bar? So I actually so So I yeah. built the ostrich. So I used to be the beverage director for a Citizen Public House and the Gladly. Oh dope. Uh, yeah, so I am Vance. No, no, no. You're supposed to run us through this. I was, I was looking at you as encouragingly. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so this uh, is what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. Oh, sorry. You, Remember, I didn't prep you with show me? notes. I know. Yeah. Remember? Sorry. Um, sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I've been in this industry since I was 15. Um, eventually, I ended up being the beverage director for Citizen the Gladly. Left those guys to partner with some people to build the ostrich. Actually, bought all the old booths from Monty's. So this is La Casa bef- This is before your bar. I bought the shed. I, st- I had the shed for probably. Over a year and the ostrich at the Wait, same time. Wait, you're saying Which for the a- for the shed you bought the Monty's inventory when it closed down? No, Which- for the ostrich I bought all the boots and the bar top. Oh, those shit. are from Monty's. Oh, was the shed first? No, no, no. Oh, okay, no. I yeah. bought the shed. Okay. No, he currently owns an operation. I understand. Shed. I didn't know oh, if he had owned and operated the shed and then started. No, the no. I built the ostrich, had the ostrich for a while, Got it. and then yeah, that I was back. That was like five and a half years now. Um. 
it was probably about a year and a half, maybe two years into the O that I bought the shed. Okay. Um, the shed was kind of cool. My dad used to take me there when I was a kid after his softball games at Kiwanis. Um, okay. It's been there since 1979. It's the third oldest bar in Tempe. So you got uh, Palo Verde, Yucca, and then us. Well, Palo Verde is a building <laughs> where some things happen. Um, they probably do more drug sales than alcohol sales. 968-4688 is the phone number for the Palo Verde Lounge. I have a key on my key ring. Uh, I've yet to go. <laughs> you want to get stabbed? I've tried going <laughs> about Brandon, nine times. Me and Brandon tried going day drinking there one time. and they, I forgot they my just, key that day. They, they, <laughs> well, they, yeah, they also just decided not to be open that day, which was so bizarre. Every time I try going there. So I have a I have a buyer from, uh, he was he's not with them anymore. He left to go do some school stuff. Um, but he was a buyer at Mellow Mushroom. You rehab? <laughs> well, so the buyer from uh, Mellow Mushroom on Mill... Uh, is now doing like tech security or something like that, and he's going to school for it. I have um, no idea. I've been through like five buyers at that fucking location. <laughs> I can't believe they're still open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they used to crank. They do all right now. Eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When there wasn't one of the best technical brewers in the state brewing like a right yo- <laughs> next door to them. <laughs> Yeah, like, the food's iffy, but Doc's on. brews are fantastic. Uh, Doc brews beer, man. College no kids don't give a fuck. They want a deal, and Mellow Mushrooms happy hours are absurd. They, they used I used to only go there because they had Decadent. For oh, like, Decadent's so good. That's oh, my girlfriend's dude. favorite beer. Decadent is the fucking jam. So after yeah. Bison, which is closed on Mill, because Bison used to have dude, $5. Bison, which was ahead of its time. It's dude, for, for getting cranked out at lunch on a sandwich and like $5 craft beers, get out of or here. Or they had Dollar Hogartens every day from like 2 to 4. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's I walked oh, in yeah, there otherwise. one time with a bow and arrow. An actual bow and arrow? Yeah. Because it was right when they made us all the bars put up the no firearm signs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Bass Pro Shop had just opened. Oh, my Lord. And the city of Tempe, like, town hall's right there, right? And on the now, if you go by, and there's, like, the things you're not allowed to do in the parks. It says archery now. <laughs> Didn't before. <laughs> so, of when I first got told to about Palo Verde Lounge, um, the, the bartender or the buyer, Mello, told me about it. Great guy. And he's like, oh, do you like dive bars? I'm like, I love dive bars. He's like, you should check out Pally Birdie Lounge. I'm like, awesome. It kind of smells like cat piss and it really sucks. And I'm like, cool. It's like, amazing. I can't wait to go. Sold. Goes, September's of Tempe. And it was the first time I've ever been oh, there. Oh, no. It's like, it's the fucking, uh, what's the, ham bone. Oh, yeah. <sighs> ham bones are out of yeah, uh, where, so where it, you buy your beers and bicycle parts. I keep parts. forgetting that September's yeah. was purchased and improved. Uh, he, September's was bought by Roe from Final Round, so my neighbor at the woodshed. Uh, he essentially told me... That when he got there, he's the only one in the building. Doors open. He walks in. Literally nobody's there. No bartender. Nothing. Place completely empty. Doors are open. <laughs> lights are on. Um, Hello. He kind of sits at the bar for a minute. Like maybe the, they just opened bartenders in the back somewhere. Like, I don't know. And he just kind of sits there. And he kind of sits there. He kind of sits there. He's, he's kind of then shouts like, "Anybody come? Like, Hola. is there anybody there? Like, like, are you guys open?" <laughs> and uh, so he's like, "Fuck it." Walks around the bar. Got a pint glass, pour himself some beer. <laughs> I wouldn't have touched. Never drink anything out of a glass there. Yeah, I imagine. You <laughs> do not do that. Chuck is a good Bottle friend of mine. Chuck owns that place. I helped him when like the rebrand. We got him raised some money um, to like clean it up. But like <laughs> anywhere that has an extension cord attached to a jump rope through two eye bolts in the ceiling, so you don't have to touch the toilet to flush it. Don't use the glassware. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a beer. Stand at the bar. White and, Claw uh, saved his business. And uh, <laughs> RTDs, baby. Right. He's about halfway done with his beer and still nobody. He's like, 
I I gotta leave now. Like so he he, he goes he kind of hears something in the back. Goes to the back. Crack peeks you're, through a crack door. You're just door, watching all of this. Peeks through a crack. This is my the dude that told me this. Oh, okay. and uh, so I've never been there. But, but he he has no beard. Is just watching this dude the whole time. No, he poured himself. A beard. No, no, no. Dude came and poured himself because he'd sat there. Oh, okay. This he said this was his first experience at Palo Verde. Okay, he's not watching someone do this. No, no, no he's no, no. doing this. He's himself. Himself. Okay, I'm sorry, I was misunderstood. Only person. So for those of you that have never been to the Palo Verde Lounge. <laughs> It's a magical place where dreams go to die. <laughs> and when I was a kid, because I grew up like literally right there, there it's right behind, next to Arizona Dairyman's, the milk mm-hmm. factory. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in the 90s, I should you know for all the 90s, from 6 to 9 a.m. in the morning, every day, dollar Jim, Jack, and Johnny's for the third shifters. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sleep through the day. <laughs> yeah, that's how, you, that's how you clock out of work. Uh, but so there's a back patio. And they finally put a cinder block wall back there. So now there's like a 12-foot retaining wall. Before, it was just like chain link with some barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And where every mop head in the city of Tempe had gone to die for like 40 years, there was just a pile. <laughs> <laughs> like like a giant pile. Like they, they thought they could compost the mop heads or something. Their linen company gets them back. Like, we actually don't want them. <laughs> no, dude, it was huge. It was like six feet tall, like five feet wide. Like, it looked just like, imagine a, it looked like a mop head, head compost, compost turner. Holy shit. <laughs> Get up there and turn the mop heads. Imagine what's going on in the center of that pile. So it used like, to just be chain link back there. And there's one door that I've never seen open, which is probably the office you're about to talk about. <laughs> and like, I mean, like we're in a basement in Mesa right now, but at least Alex and I fit under the threshold of the door. We're both 6'4". Yeah. This is like like the fucking Oompa Loompa office. <laughs> it's got, you know, like the thing out of the window, but ever, there's a bunch of tin foil, so you can only see like the little plug-in AC from like 1930. So I can't wait to hear what he saw through this door. Uh, so he walks to the, he hears something. He's half, halfway down with his beer. Uh, walks over to, I've still never been in it, so I don't know like how to like imagine this. He it's says like he just like a rectangle a... square, and there's like a shit back patio yeah. uh, past like the abandoned fish tank. But like... think dive bar in West Germany. I haven't been there either. Uh, but regardless, that'd be he, nice for West Germany. West Germany's nice. That's the other fucking Bavaria is nice, dude. No. He, he, he travels. I, I'm, I'm talking about the West Germany we grew up understanding. Oh, let me finish the story. So yeah, go ahead. The next Jesus thing. Christ. Holy cow! You're fucking uh, dragging this along. But you, uh, what? You give me that. Shit? <laughs> Uh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, walks up, doors cracked. Uh, female bartender getting railed by a dude. Uh, they're just fucking in this built in this room. So when he heard a noise, I mean, fucking is a pretty distinct noise. Not at the pallet because everything's made of just like bullshit. Yeah. You mean asbestos? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't transfer sound very well. Uh, so, no joke. He sees that, goes back to a seat, finishes his beer. But before he finishes the beer, bartender, dude, bartender and dude come out. She's like the like iconic like fixing the outfit as she like comes out Jesus. and uh, comes in. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Doesn't realize that he has a beer in front of him that he's like finished. She's like, "What can I get you?" I have a beer. Uh, pours him another beer and then just goes on with his thing. He's like, "I've fallen in love." <laughs> so that's not uncommon in the Ballard Lounge. <laughs> I walked in on a Tuesday. My aunt and my uncle still like right across the street behind the saddest bar in town, the tailgate. Holy shit, been there. Sad. Uh, sad. My sad aunt and my bar. uncle, like, they're there every day, 2, 2.30. But it's like, can we put the volume on fucking something? <laughs> it's dead like, quiet. Fuck, can we put the volume on anything except Clay over there who's trying to tell me Nobody, about how... No, no, people don't even talk. 
It's like, it's just like it's just like twenty five people just staring at each other and staring at MGD bottles. Oh, it's priceless prime time without music. It, okay, so it, gotcha. it, and without pool, there's one pool table. I mean, prime time's good. It is, but if you go during the day, it is oh, only God, twelve people just like staring into the void. That's it's horseshoe bar. Yeah, it's horseshoe bar. So, so you walk in, everybody's looking other. at each other, and I'm Ooh. sitting there like getting computer work done because I tried to go to Palo Verde Lounge because I had an hour to kill. They weren't open, so I'm like, I'm just gonna <laughs> hop over here, drink a fucking shitty beer, get some email sent, and it's yeah, no music. Just depressed. <laughs> no music. The oldest people in the world. Uh, we sit. That's I sit down some the bar, of my family, and all these old people are, are talking about like their ailments and the shitty things going on, and in their like life. their prescription schedules. Yeah. Uh, the and bartender the old, the little, was, was it the little tiny old lady? The real skinny one? No, she one? was, uh, the bartender was like probably like one of the better looking people in Apache Junction that comes down to tailgate. Oh, to, she uh, didn't have to work the f- desert flame that night? Literally. Oh my um, lord. <laughs> and yeah. of course I'm doing my job. She's like, what do you do for work? I'm like, I sell beer for a living. She's like, oh, you should get some beer in here. I'm like, uh-huh. I'll get on that. <laughs> Certainly. I'll get on that. I'll get on that. You, you, I don't sell Coors Yellow Bellies or NGD. They did have like a fucking... Like big blue van or something uh, like that. It was, uh, church music, so I was like, I probably could sell it if you're if you're eight, if you have some clientele stringing church music, I could sell you my hazy. But I'm not gonna work hard at this. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta come to me. Yeah. So I walked into Palo. Ooh, this was probably was 10, 10 years ago, and uh, so almost very close same scenario. But I didn't have to f- search for the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't the I first. Hear them and I wasn't. Oh, I could see them. And I wasn't the first person there. So there was a crowd gathered. Uh, no, it was just one guy who looked like Rip Van Winkle. Oh my god! So it was like one. I don't know if that's old biker or dude. The scariest. Probably thing. looks like what I think Alex's dad looks like. Yeah. Ooh, yikes! Yeah, rough. Yeah. Uh, so he's sitting at the bar, and he's not looking at the bar. He's looking at the pool table. And the Palo's got like that old school dive bar entrance so the mm-hmm. door and then there's a wall so the sunlight doesn't come in and you walk it, around the yeah, wall it's very it's very interesting well that's a strategic design issue i have it you'll notice most dive bars have it oh i i, I love it because uh, it's the one thing i hate about prices prime time is when you open the door everyone neck fucking turns well, to make on, sure you're blue color enough to have opened the door well and jokes on and them i don't need the that. sun's behind you they can't see your fucking face at all yeah, it's, yeah. So yeah, by the time you actually like the door closes, every single person in the bar is looking at you like you're grading a fucking third. Yeah, I don't need that in the middle of the day. You'll notice that most of them are also center block. It also just have bullets to the front door. <laughs> Ooh, oh, hey now, hey. design <laughs> by design. Yeah, a thousand percent. So usually, like in here on the west side, you'll see the the little brick wall in front of the door on the outside. Oh yeah, in the east valley, it's on the inside for that blind turn. So it does both. But it'll stop anybody from just spraying through the front door, uh-huh. and it also stops the sunlight from going in when you open the door. That's smart sunlight thing. I don't really think about bullets. I mean, well, listen, someone does. Listen, I went to St. Mary's. <laughs> crack dealers got to hang out somewhere. Woodshed too. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. gonna say Brandon Casey is actually pretty good about getting crackheads out of this place. I have uh, had that had had that conversation a couple times. So let's hear a great story about you kicking out some crackheads. Uh, when I bought the place. Uh, so I got Woodshed 1, now Casey's Woodshed, Southwest Quarter Mill and Baseline. Uh, Fantastic place. It's magical. Uh, I bought it from the original owner, Randy Wood. Also, speaking of great porn names, Randy Wood. That is a great porn name. Right. I didn't even know that was his name. I just thought it was called the Woodshed because 
fucking everything in there is made of wood, including the walk-in. Like, fucking everything is made of wood. The walk-in is made really? of wood. Really? Yeah. I am like, not. That's a man trying to let insulator. you know he fucks. Yeah, he's like, this is yeah. a good insulator. Yeah. Wood. They didn't even have the, uh, when I bought it, there wasn't even that little push knob, the little glow-in-the-dark mm-hmm. knob to get out of the walk-in. It was a flathead screwdriver attached to a string and like a glory hole monkey fuck punch. <laughs> <and, like, through laughs> so hopefully you found it before you had yeah. <laughs> well, you can tell like there was a lot of misses because the hole on the inside was pretty wide. Um, but it was pretty stabby when I bought it. It was like Palo level stabby, and uh, right. and the lines of sight were all fucked up in there. I had to redo the bar. The bar top used to be literally about a foot and a half higher than it is now. Jesus. Uh, they when I tore it out, I figured out why they had stacked three bar tops on top of each other. I found a debit card from like '98, like shoved between the legs. <laughs> Did you run that shit? Did you run that shit? Didn't have a chip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try to pay those swipe charges. Yeah. The tip charges uh, are cheaper. There was so if you were the bartender, there used to only be one well there. And now there's two. And there were uh, it was like a big bunk hunter and like another kind of machine like in the middle of the dining room. And there was a huge banner between the bar and the pool tables over that little half wall. So you, if you were the bartender, which who's also the cook, you couldn't see eighty percent of the dining room. There was just hmm. shit in the way. And on the far wall, there used to be eight four-top booths. I took mm-hmm. out two to put in dart machines. Mm-hmm. And the last oh, one, yeah, okay. you couldn't see it. So where the dart machine is now, yeah, yeah. the booths used to go all the way down. All right. That makes sense. Well, not really, but I, I, I can see what you're saying. Well, that last <laughs> one is cut off. How It, it doesn't does have not to... make sense, but well, I can see why you changed it. <laughs> well, I mean, I took down the banners and shit and moved the things. So now the line aside, if you're the bartender, you can yeah. see the entire yeah. dining yeah. room. Yeah, which is important, yes. Yeah, and you can even see the patio door. Before, you couldn't see the patio door if you were standing at the well or the catch register. Yeah, like, like, shame alone will prevent people from doing <clears throat> things. Right, just like thinking somebody might see you. Oh, yeah, is like ninety percent. Yeah, of shame and ridicule are powerful tools. Yeah, the other ten percent of crime we need to bring shame back. I t- I'm Irish Catholic. You want some <laughs> guilt? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Got uh, you so when I bought the place, yes. Um, so I didn't know the, the gentleman because obviously it was through a broker um, until I was literally signing the paperwork on the pool table. He he actually they. After I signed it, so that's when I found it. His name was Randy Wood. That's why it was called the Woodshed, not because yeah. everything's fucking made of wood. And it's from the seventies. Uh, but respect. they even emptied the pool tables of quarters <laughs> on their way out the fucking no door. shit. Yeah, shit you not. Did, did they take the liquor inventory and sell it too? Or? No, I bought that. They tried to like because the broker did it, and he's he, he's this really old guy. You've probably met him before at Gold Star. Oh, are you talking about What's his uh, name again? Ruli? No, not really Couch. Okay, I was like, I mean, he But he works. No, no. Mark <laughs> Let make, me really shut up. <laughs> Mark makes really look like like our age. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mark is ancient. And oh lord. Like really old. And he will only meet at McDonald's. Is that real? Yeah. You met him at McDonald's? Yeah, like I was like, "Hey, let's have a meeting." He's like, "When you send the NDA?" I'm like, "I'll meet you at the McDonald's on uh was it right by the Four Peaks that University of McClone Times?" Like, nobody yeah. goes to that. Also, who you don't want to do business that. at McDonald's? He likes the coffee. I mean, they do invest. Old a lot people of are particular. Old people are particular. Crazy. So Kmart definitely. So Kmart. I'm signing the fucking shit. Randy and his wife are there. He had to wait for the day bartender. Gina, bless her heart. She probably worked there for like thirty some odd years. Uh, she retired Ooh. actually right before Rona, so she got out just in time. Uh, but she worked there since like the early '80s. And uh, okay, they they had to wait for her to get there to open the bar. They didn't even fucking keep the no bar. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll and I got there first. And I'm like, 
I'll say that's that, tune, tune, that, like, that's a flex, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's a flex. The owner of Grand Canyon doesn't have keys to the, any of our buildings. <laughs> Why? He, he just shows up because well, he has people that do that. <laughs> it's a flex. Yeah. yeah, this guy had no people. Yeah, he just had no keys. Oh, yeah, oh, no llaves. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, if my bartender doesn't have the key, I'll have to wait for the cleaning crew. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We missed the window between the cleaning crew left and then the opener gets oh, here. Oh, wow. We got to wait. Uh, so, signing, they, they jank all the quarters. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I would love to just, like, be in your head when that happens. And, like, I was just... Like, paper would... sign, you're like, damn, this is a big financial investment. I got to make this work. I've saved so long to do this. Like, okay, it here was... we go. Are you grabbing fucking <laughs> quarters right now? <laughs> Uh, and it was like a fuckload of quarters. <laughs> He's like, this like is at least a hundred dollars. No, no, like forty pounds in quarters. Jesus. Like it was like a triple bag to go bag of quarters. <laughs> Maybe if you maintain that pool table more often or anything, you would have more money. Jesus, what a lunatic! I yeah. And and it like, was I'm like, not trying to claim these quarters before. I, like, I well, and I had, like, and it was like in the middle of the day, and they're like, "So when do you want to like do this takeover?" I'm like, "Well, like uh, end of business or whatever. Like I'm gonna close down, and close, clean this bitch for a week. It smells like an outside urinal pir in June. Like I gotta fix this shit." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, how about we just uh, we'll stop sales right now. We'll have a print report." And they still had like a cash register, cash register. Oh, like dunk, dunk. Pretty close, like with a button for like a seven and seven, and then like, and I'm like, oh geez, and then like, like the, where the you side. just turn the key for the Z tab, yes, like ex- shady ass shit. Run the fucking Z report that's the size of your leg. Fucking stupid. Yeah. And then, uh, and like the side terminal, so like you can type whatever you want in to run the card over there, and then do literally whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like yeah, you I'm need pause until I can get like a POS or something uh-huh. here, like inventory tracking, maybe. Uh, I'm like, well, how about we just start like right now, like two o'clock. And we'll wait till your uh, your bank comes because it was kind of like a quick purchase. Because uh, he wouldn't sell it to anybody not from Tempe or anybody who was going to fuck with it too bad. Um, so I kind of right. like fit like the perfect bill. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like quarters. How did uh, you find out about it? Like how, how I've been find- looking for. Oddly enough, um, my wife told me that so the Palo was for sale. Oof. Uh, Lindsay. Eight hundred dollars. Lindsay, well, it has a six, so it's at least. Worth oh, okay, it. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, that, that's what its value is. Well, and <laughs> the six. Well, so uh, Mitchell, who owns Fox Cigar Bar, he actually used to own the land. It's the same plot. Yeah, because he tried to open up a Fox like no, uh, no, C store over there. He used to own well, liquor store. Well, he put the lo- he put the logo on that liquor store over there next to Pella Verde. Yeah, so he, he, he put the Fox logo on there for a minute. That's a, that's they, as long as he owned it for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I tried to buy the pallet from him because it's on the same plot, the liquor store. Yeah, and the no, pallet. no, yeah. What were they asking for Palo Verde Lounge? Infinitely too much. Oh yeah, like a dime. Well, like, it, no, <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, it's worth the license. <laughs> it's worth. My wife literally told me, Brandon, if you buy the Palo Verde Lounge, I will fucking divorce you. <gasps> and she meant it. Like, I mean, that's fair. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I like how immediately it's like, but yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, I like if it. it was like. My, like, 10th bar, and, like, I would never sure. have to go there, like, clean it or do anything. Like, maybe. Dude, Jacqueline is a ride-or-die girl, and she will follow me into any business venture because she's stupid. Also, just not really, but, like... There's she, no she, way she's she'd dumb. let you buy the Palavir. She trusted a winner. Dude, if she literally, like, if I came home and was like, hey, I bought a bar, she'd straight up be like, okay... And then if I took her to show the Palo Verde Lounge, she would leave me. Yeah. <laughs> like, those that. are the only circumstances. All those are the only circumstances What's in the which my wife would leave policy me. on this? Yeah, yeah she might. She, Do she, I have she, to murder you inside the bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
gasoline and matches are cheap. <laughs> yes, I have to die working in the bar. Yeah. Like, uh, so where does my wife have to kill me in the powder? There's to get actually the a clause that yeah. says if it's insurance. by gunfire, yeah. the white lightning and the and the, yeah, uh, the life insurance. If it's by, <laughs> if it's by gunfire, there's no payout. Yeah, <laughs> stabby with a pool cue, easy. Yeah, I rode a motorcycle in there one time. <laughs> Is there room for a Is motorcycle that? in there? Uh, funny a, story for more than like three. Cool, feet? Yeah. <laughs> Almost gave us goddamn carbon monoxide poison because it kept being running inside. <laughs> I rode a scooty scoot through Shitty Park uh, and thought I was hard, but like running. Uh, this is a twelve hundred cc like stolen. But Honda. also, there's not enough running room to ride it, like, so they don't fit through the front door. Okay, well, straight to that patio. Oh, actually, no, they fit through the front door, not the back door. So the bartender, squeeze it a little. The bartender bought. There's a junkie in the alley Jesus. by the mop <laughs> recycling. Uh, selling this like twelve hundred gold wing for six hundred dollars, and I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm in there just drinking. I am no purpose for this sale whatsoever. Except uh, I'm buying it. Oh, I did not. I <laughs> uh, and so he buys it. The key is a jigsaw blade. So, mm. yep. So there we go. But the guy's trying to fit it through the back door, but it's got like wide, and it's got the fucking posts on the front, like the it's got that fat rider. ass, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So he can't get it through the back door, and I come up on him on the front, and I just tap him on the head. So he's <laughs> sitting on the motorcycle, like halfway stuck <laughs> into the back door from the patio, and I'm just like Leonidas. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can get that through the front. Pop off. <laughs> <laughs> Right in the front, parked it right between the pool tables and just left it on. Yeah, I, I might have forgot to turn <laughs> well, it off. Well, listen, also, and then all of a sudden, to get like a little lightheaded. We're like, it's definitely not the Miller High Life and the knockoff Jameson. It's probably that running automobile inside this yeah, small yeah. building. Also, <laughs> if there's if the key is a jigsaw blade, maybe you don't want to risk turning it off. Oh, I wiped that thing fucking down before I left. <laughs> I would have, oh, dude. Good, I would have just call. lit it on fire for oh, best safety sake. Yeah. Best part though. It got stolen back from the bar five days later. <laughs> Red Bull's fucking dollar thirty-seven a can. It's true. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you. I mean, it's been a while since I was a buyer, but like when I was buying on premise, it was like sub four dollars for a <clears throat> liter of vodka. Yeah, Barton's, Fleischmann's. Yeah, um, and, and you're talking one? sub four, and now you're talking, you know, um, maybe twelve ounces, but usually probably the nine point. Eight or whatever 8. weird 8. thing 4. they do, yeah. yeah. For like a buck and some change, like per ounce, that like not to mention your staff just drinks fucking half of them. Oh yeah. Oh dude, I have never worked in a bar since energy drinks kind of like got integrated into drinking, where it wasn't like problematic to where like someone was like, hey, like okay, now everyone has to ring them in because some asshole's drinking 15 we did, uh, a day. We did coffee on tap at my brewery, and uh, I remember my operations guy came in, and he like, we don't make shit on this. And I go, it is the cheapest way you can have energetic staff. Which is fine, yeah. I mean, I would like, say coffee, coffee is the yeah, way like, to go, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, Red Bull's. Yeah. First time, when I think when Red Bull first came out to, like, on-premise, I was, my paycheck actually said, hostess. <laughs> <laughs> At Top of the Rock at the Buttes. <laughs> that was my very first job at 15 and a half. Where at? Top of the Rock. I don't know. At the Buttes. Broadway Curve I-10. 
Okay. That big resort. There's oh, yeah, a big yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So there's Wrestler's Roost and there's uh-huh. the oh, other Oh, okay. One. I was like, yeah. it sounds like you're talking about Wrestler's Roost. So there's yeah. the other one with the with the spike on the top. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, I was never fancy enough to attend. Are we back to recording? I've been recording for many years. Cool. I, I, I seamlessly we don't know where, we, don't know where we were, but we're well, just going to we, continue. We, we had to pee. I failed it stopped on a, on a good kind of like punctuated story. So now um, we're back to 2002 when Brandon's paycheck said hostess. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Back when pronouns didn't matter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Man, yeah. that place is a mess. But it's like right when Red Bull first started, uh, not Jimmy Buffett, who's the other guy from here, uh, Roger Klein used to play in the basement of Top of the Rock. <laughs> and it was called. I love te- it. That's it, the equivalent. I love it. It was called Tequila on the Rocks at the time. Yeah. Now it's just a banquet space. But it's like Red Bull first came in. I remember this Geoff was his name, and uh, a little short. Of time I believe back. that's pronounced Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're under five foot seven. <laughs> yeah, you don't I, get to tell me. You don't get to tell me. You whatever fuck I want. Geoff. Even even if even at fifteen and a half. <laughs> I'm already six three. Son, one hundred and sixty five pounds soaking you're wet. You're <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. You're Yeehoff. Yeehoff Ray. Uh, but we like go in the back and be like. Chuck it real quick before we get caught. We'll get fired. It's expensive. <laughs> oh, that's... Come back up to the hostess stand. Two two Red Bull diesels deep because they didn't have sugar free back then. Just like, Ooh. Ah, did you like a tail for two or four? Like, you know, like, like <laughs> also, I'm hungover because the other hostess she bought me a bottle of Sky when saw the Matrix and like like puke Pepto Bismol everywhere. All of that. I hop on 16th Street and Camelback like it was a mess. Yes. Uh... <clears throat> so anyone listening on more than regular time is not going to have heard anything you just said. <laughs> Perfect. But um, I smell what you're saying. Um, you said Roger Klein and um, an Arizona staple uh, like Jimmy Buffett of... So Jimmy Buffett's like what we would say Florida, right? Yeah. And this is dry Florida, which I've recently come to just accept as an Arizonan. So just... Uh, Fight me, I guess. Whatever. I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of true at it's, this point. I mean, we're it's, like the Florida of like Chicago and Western Canada. I mean, but if like Florida was awesome, is like what we are. Uh, I, I feel, think we're pretty I think cool. Florida's awesome. Uh, I also think we're awesome. Well, no, Arizona is awesome, and that's what I'm saying. Um, and Roger Klein is the Jimmy Buffett of Arizona. So you knew exactly who I was talking about when I said his like getaway like this is my my bar is like three miles from my mom's house nice yeah in uh, my double lake side yeah so the lion's den is like where he like when he's not on tour and he wants to like play with and jam with the band and like hang out and like the, bang, none, none of this none of this is a dig like the lion's den used to be a real shit hey, you were a hostess at one point yes <laughs> I, i'm not saying some old white dude didn't try to bang me listen i didn't say that but uh, <gasps> dude, the next time you get up to the White Mountains, uh, go to Lions Den. Like the the literal chances of running into Roger Klein is like, are they on tour? No, probably. I'm then. only going to the White Mountains with you. <sighs> There's really no other reason to listen. There's that. Yeah. I mean, like I'm only in Mesa because of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. I guess um, <laughs> this guy's coming from Tempe. We do, which is why I don't go to Mesa. <laughs> You wondered why I didn't own Woodshed too. I don't go to Mesa. <laughs> I, so I do have to do a couple things. I have to go to the White Mountains and burn it down at least once uh, with a crew. I believe that's um, a crime. 
I, well, metaphorically, yeah, we like, call the White Mountains well, hate crime. Well, no, well, listen, this is a metaphor for like going to Next a bunch of on local. The way. Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> we're not even five years deep yet. Well, I mean, yeah, man, you never forget to, Rodeo Chattis guy talk. You, like, calm down. This is what I get for starting us off with tall boys, <laughs> and then having shotgun <laughs> beer set up. Well, yeah, also yeah, there, there was bourbon involved. Beers. However, <clears throat> um. What I mean by that is like go up, spread a bunch of fucking local money to like local fucking bars and shit like that, and like ha- like have a fucking rowdy ass time. But like people be like, man, they were rowdy, but like they came with dollars. Like your industry folk, right? They like, fucked. Yeah, yeah. They, they they fucked. Your hostess. Also, uh, <laughs> she probably get her checked. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I'm I sure the White Mountains have like different age I, of consent. I, 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 uh, well, it, there's... Sorry, I mean, that's Mormon country, doggy. <laughs> Depending on which wife it is. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's not even that. Like, it's, it's, there's a lot of fucking like meth culture up there, too. Like, which is its own thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. I know where it means that you're not allowed to put meth and culture in the same <laughs> fucking sentence. How dare you? We're in a nice how part dare, of Minnesota. You go one mile that way, it's not so Three nice. blocks. Listen, Brandon, how I dare drove you here on surface streets, man. engage in white erasure? I listened to the Marshall Mathers LP the entire way here on surface streets. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. I was moving my mom. I found two CDs that were keepers. And he's like, Marshall Mathers LP? With the jacket, the actual, not even a burned copy. So I had Ooh. I had hostess money when I bought that. Damn. I'm just saying that. And I'm... Authority Zero. Oh, well. So you listen to uh, a little Eminem and you're like, I think all of me is Eminem Eminem Eminem. So I was actually, oh, oh, no, no, Authority Zero. That Eminem? was One Side Zero. Never mind. One Side Zero is totally different. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was when I was in Louisville, I was listening to uh, Now Laugh, which is a total upper if anyone's ever heard it. Um, or laugh instead, rather. Sorry, Jesus. But also, up. shout out to local authority zero. Yes, authority zero. Uh, listen, you hold local shout outs to the end. Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> I'm actually I'm going tomorrow at the marquee. I'm stoked. Oh, that's awesome. Speaking of shitholes, oh god, that place smells like an outside urinal. Pir in the summer, and their bouncers are the shittiest human beings in the fucking world. Dude, it's security. The, it's the one place I see them. Dude, it's like team security. I mean, like, what do you want? Like, you can only pay Troctolite so much to wear a purple fucking vest. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, the, the all the security at that festival were like real lazy. They didn't have any answers. Like, dude, they get paid like fucking twelve dollars an hour. Oh, I no. fall asleep on that uh, chair right now. No, they were. I saw Dirt Nasty. At the marquee, oh, and the security guards, <laughs> ass cheeks, yeah, to the side. The ass cheeks, spread G-string. wide, spread wide. Um, yeah. So the security guards or the security there was, they, mean, they must have like rallied together, like don't let anybody have fun at this dirt nasty concert. They got mad at fun, like bitches have Who's their that man titties in the out. Listen, uh, this is a this is a this is a concert for a gay porn star slash rapper. No fun allowed. Whoa, whoa, you forgot. X MTV VJ. Uh, put some respect on his name. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking shit about Dirt Nasty. You, you know how hard is he get fired from MTV? Who's, who's talking shit about Dirt Nasty? I'm not saying you. I'm saying Mickey Avalon. Yeah, Mickey oh. Avalon. Well, Mickey Avalon's too sleepy to... He's not enough, so he can't even Dude, talk he's, shit. Yeah, he's not enough like two blocks from here. <laughs> the craziest thing was... So, uh, Dirt Nasty went on before Mickey Avalon. Uh, so, Mickey Avalon was like the headliner. And too most up. of the people left like... We stayed because I was like, I, I got to see it. And he stands there, hair went out, holding a microphone and just like nodding. Just nod. And we're like, oh, we've seen enough. 
You feel like you were at Club Red. We seen yeah. it. Well, the worst part is like you come off this like awesome high of like watching Dirt Nasty and like have He's this good. amazing time, Dude. and then it goes to Mickey Avalon. Like, I mean, the guy struggling to uh, be alive. Like his Stan. pulse was just like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was his blood pressure. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I didn't realize you could uh, bury me. You could be at like seven. Is your like BPMs like <laughs> seven over <laughs> just seven? Just like, yeah, there's no over, it's <laughs> yeah, just seven. seven. Yeah, great concert, though. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, amazing concert. I've seen some good shows there. It's an offspring uh, acoustic there right before the Rona. That'd be tough. It is, it is they only look one terrible. Of... Oh, really? <laughs> They're just old as fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. old Southern California stoners. Like, <laughs> they all look like how James Taylor looked like 20 years ago. <laughs> like, um, we should have played, but uh, but it was they they crushed it. Really? It was great. They played like 12 covers. I mean, they even played like Smoke on the Water. Oh, um, I thought they were just playing covers like, you're an actual band. No, you yeah. play your music. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, they, they did play like... No, mate, we really love these. Yeah, they did play like most of Americana and like the hits, like Staring at okay. the Stun. Uh, but then they, they did like a full like... I mean, they played for like three hours. That's that's killing. It was dope, yeah. That's killing. I was worried they were going to just like die or start collecting Medicare or like head to Denny's real quick. But no, they crushed it. <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, like Sick Puppies, Adelita's Way, and Gemini Syndrome at Marquee and Sick Puppies. Like their drummer was out and uh, and like yeah we just got this dude from the other band to play and you could tell he didn't quite know what he was doing but he was like, like but he, he didn't know their songs he's like just a simple rock beat all the way through and then there'd be a transition and all of a sudden you just see him be like and I was like oh, <laughs> fucking they're not that great of a band apparently <laughs> you guys didn't know anybody else yeah just sounds like, like I shoot up in the bathroom yeah put me on the drums. I'll figure this shit out. I just met your son Jameson, dude. Like he could probably do that. Mm-hmm. He was doing it on the on the roof above us, the ceiling above us. He got, he got on all fours on the front porch when I went to the car real quick and was like growling at me. I couldn't oh, tell if yeah. you thought he's he was a like, like a frog or a dinosaur. Yeah, he's a dinosaur for sure. He loves dinosaurs. That's his jam. Uh, if you're a child and you don't, and dinosaurs aren't your jam, you're a fucking shitty child. You know, hey, yeah. I said it. Yeah. Anybody with three year olds, come at me. Growling, we'll growl, yeah, yeah. Bring your three-year-old. I, we need, he needs play. We're having a growl off. Yeah. yeah, seriously, we live in Mesa. There's no, there's no play. They're all just a bunch of methods. Yeah. He's tired of taking apart bicycles. <laughs> well, isn't he makes good money doing that? So you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> He's got a free tab at the hand bone. Okay. <laughs> well, isn't isn't Mesa where they had that like historic dinosaur find and like so inherently being Arizonan is liking dinosaurs? <clears throat> it's in our bones. <laughs> like technically, it wasn't Mesa. Wasn't. Listen, um, as my um, my wife has pointed out, I'm wrong a lot on this podcast, very confidently. Um, so this is probably one of those extremely hilarious moments where, uh, but I'm going to double down. It was Mesa, and it was a dinosaur thing. But um, Why do you think there's a bunch of dinosaurs at a gas station in Casa Grande? Well... Are, are you talking about... Oh, not Casa Grande. I was like, farther. You, I was like are you um, talking about Holbrook? <laughs> Or not, not even Holbrook. Well, um, there are a bunch of dinosaur finds outside of Holbrook. God damn, I should know this because it's you passed through it coming from where I'm from. Oh, Jesus, um, this is so embarrassing. There's too many H names. Listen, homie, I, it's it's the transition from the 40 to the 260 from show. That's Holbrook. Oh, okay, yeah, that it is Holbrook. It's like r- right where the exit from the Petrovic Forest is. They have like the the A and W, which still exists for reasons that are unclear, uh, with the dinosaurs. Um, the dinosaurs, the um, aid center, the 
30 shutdown buildings in the old power plant. But I mean, like, literally, like... Sounds like a uh, tourist destination. Sounds like Holbrook. There's also an entire... Sounds like home. Well, actually, I think they repurposed it, but there was a whole Flintstones village on the way to the Grand Canyon, so who the fuck knows? I don't fucking know. Um, I think that's outside... That's, like, on the way to Seligman. No, no, no. That was... uh, I mean, there is more than one Flintstone village, but, like, the one was um, on the way to the Grand Canyon from Williams in what's called Valley... Uh, which has now been renamed Grand Canyon Junction, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, which I'm probably am, um, the Flintstones key, park, the Flintstones, the Flintstones park got repurposed into like a raptor, which is a bird, <laughs> uh, show <laughs> kind of deal again. <laughs> you made well, it worse the second time. My, how all it, the birds I know sound. Well, my, my bird got less confident. It should be like. <laughs> Like a condor. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know, hey. California condors don't have sweat glands, right? Well, they that, actually urinate on their legs to cool that's themselves. Why they, that's why they're so. That's why they're I do so, that to myself. That's why they're from California. They're dirty fucks. It's also what they're so loud. Um, so, Alex gave me a little insight on you that I was super excited that, to hear. That Google did not provide. You know, <laughs> well, one of my favorite people. Listen, you're sober, it's the best. <laughs> I look like Matt Barrett. Hey, yeah, I mean, you, you've got a better voice than Matt Barrett. Well, you know, exactly. Uh, I sound like Matt Barrett. Barrett. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, did, uh, I met Matt Barrett uh, the first time, my freshman year at ACU. At Yucca? No, ASU. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got arrested in his dorm room. <laughs> no shit! <laughs> Hell yeah! Before he moved into it. Oh, uh, I thought it was just he bailed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we got arrested with a bunch of shit. I feel like Matt Barrett is really good at evading police. No, he's terrible at it. Oh. <laughs> he's just good at not he's getting really convicted of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's six foot two and he's white. Like, he's fine. Yeah, he walks into a courtroom and he's like, You're Yeah. Hey, brother. <laughs> and then they're like, All right, not guilty or whatever. Uh, I don't know how it works. So, you know that mugshot <laughs> I have a mind at the witch end? Well, the one that says uh, "Rabid Matt Barrett." No, that's actually just a picture of me that I put "Rabid Matt Barrett" on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I think. Oh, oh, the one, the actual. Uh, are you talking about the Matt Barrett? No, my shot actual mugshot. Your shot. Mu- actual mugshot. Oh, the, when you're looking at the bathrooms, the one that's right to the left. Yeah, yeah, on the wall. That yeah. has got to be the yeah. dopest thing. You own a bar, and I have a mugshot. I'm hanging that at my bar. <laughs> I would absolutely do that. Oh, it gets better. So pre-19 crimes, it used to be a private wine label. No shit. <laughs> Misdemeanor Cabernet. Snoop dog got in your way. Uh, the, I, so we used to have it at the Ostrich and a couple other re- uh, restaurants uh, around town. I was made at Subino by my buddy, uh, John Coppins, who, him and Damien. Do you know Damien Cancer? You probably do because you're in beer sales, so, so Rift. Oh, yeah. On Scott's, so Damien's I live like right, right there. Cool. Um, so I've known John, his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually went to uh, Atlas Beaster last night for dinner. Cool. John's cool. I like John's him. Up. So we've known each other since high school. He went to the non- ghetto Mexican Catholic high school because he grew up in Arcadia and I went to St. Mary's. Um, and then uh, Damien, so John was the winemaker at Subino for a long time mm-hmm. and he used to get a bunch of like contract juice from pretty much anywhere like anywhere in California. So we'd get some really dope juice. Um, so he put my mugshot on it and it was Misdemeanor Cabernet. Oh, I like that name. Like probably two and a half years before 19 Crimes came out. And then uh, to back it up, because you got to have like a cell, right? Yeah. So the Pinot Grigio, we found this bug shot of this um, sex worker, I believe is the appropriate uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes. pronoun nowadays. Yes. 
uh, with a literal pearl necklace on and oh, okay. curls. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay. And uh, her, she was arrested for a solicitation of um, sex acts mm-hmm. and cocaine possession in the 20s in Chicago. And so it was my mugshot, misdemeanor Cabernet, and solicitation Pinot Grigio. Phenomenal. You should be honored to be next to that wine. That is fantastic. Know, it so the mugshot is <laughs> Primo. Primo. Yeah. <laughs> this face, but with on a, on a mugshot, s- spiky hair, sign, and I'm high as a goddamn kite. <laughs> um, it was for smoking weed in the dorms, and but which was Matt Barrett's. So this was first semester of freshman year because him and I are the exact same age. Both of our moms are actually named Gail. That's cool. We're not sure which Gail's whose. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this part of the multiverse where like <clears throat> you're actually both just like two different versions of the Have same? Have you ever seen me and Matt Barrett in the same room? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. Would you want to? <laughs> Well, one of you comes at me with mushrooms, and the other one of you comes at me with uh, fucking weird sonic seltzers. So, like, I mean, if the if there was a combination of those two things, I mean, yeah. I'm in for that. So yeah, so we got arrested, and oh, I got arrested in that dorm room first semester of freshman year. We got kicked out of that room second semester. Matt moved into that same room, and we've known each other ever since. So you just knew him from being in the room that I was arrested that he moved into. Well, yeah, because I kept trying to go back to the room because I was like baked all the time. I forgot I didn't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's yeah. like, you don't, this isn't your dorm anymore. And he's like, but do you want to come in? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm drunk gonna... talking to the mirror again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but wait, you, you deliver for Pita Pit now? Like, yeah, I can get in here. Yeah, come on in. We got some munchies. That's dope. Yeah, at least we're going to work on them munchies. So, yeah, so I've known Matt Barrett. I'm 35 now. So, so yeah, so is he. He's like two, two months older than I am. Yeah, for five, How long have you owned uh, Woodshed? Uh, five and a half years. Damn, so you were in your 20s when you bought mm-hmm. that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, a young businessman. I built the ostrich when I was 28, and I bought the shed when I was 29. Okay. Uh, Good I, for you. I wanted to spend... I don't have that kind of cash to buy, buy anything with a six. <laughs> right. He's got such old money. <laughs> <laughs> If you drew a line straight west from Casey Moore's and a line straight north from Palaverde Lounge, that's the neighborhood I grew up in. I got stabbed of seven for the first time. <laughs> yeah, so much money. My dad told me if we wanted you're, a pool, I had to dig it myself. You over-exaggerate to do it. No. No. <laughs> um, was, there, um, was there knife fighting often? Um, so, the, you know, the kid was... There's no way in shit. If he's still alive, he's not living in Florence permanently. Because uh, he would only go by Matthew. Wait, what? Not Matt. The kid that stabbed me. Oh, oh, his proper name. Like, but but he would only go by Matthew. Like an adult. He's seven-year-old. So that's when you know, oh. gonna, that's when you know they're a sociopath. Oh, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> Kenneth. Yeah. You call him Ken, they immediately correct you. It's Ken. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. like, you by eat- the way, it's Matthew. Yeah, you eat people. Uh <laughs> His mom was a nurse, and she used scalpels for, like, cutting coupons or some shit. And we grew up in the end of a cul-de-sac. And this kid's using it to cut off the earlobes. He, he wanted to see if it fit in my leg. Did it? Yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot. So the house between us, uh, and the dad was an old miner. They'd, he had passed away a long time ago, and she had some He older, had the black lung, Pop. He, uh, black lung. 
they found some sweating dynamite there years later when the police raided the house because they were the drug dealers. And uh, the youngest daughter, she was our babysitter. And then one of the dealers was babysitting Stabby McGee. <laughs> and fucking, yeah, we were in the middle of the cul-de-sac and he just fucking <laughs> right in the, my fucking thigh. Holy shit. If it. Uh, and then like, my mom gets off work. Like I think my mom was a baker, Wait, baker at fries at the time. How? So like, this is like, there a time difference here, so like you're stabbed, and then like we pick up at like your mom comes home from work. Like, I was is this like sad. ten minutes? Is this like a few hours? Or are you just a couple like, hours? Are you just sitting on the couch? Well, the, uh, yeah, real pale, bleeding out. I mean, if I got stabbed in the leg, uh, I would. The closest hospital in my house, Graham, is Tebby St. Luke's. That's well, where you go to well, die. Well, no, I just I wouldn't sit. I would never be on, inside and bleed on anything inside my mom's house. I'm just oh, like, I was on the I was in the Arizona room, like on the back patio. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, so what even though we were poor, there's like, still rooms you're not supposed to bleed in. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what are you doing in, this, in the meantime? I was like, yeah, I had yeah. compressing it. Okay, <laughs> just <laughs> ice in the towel. You know they're not getting mad. It's now ruined. I'm in the entry room. Just put pressure dirty on it. Fucking duct tape and a belt. Uh, so the uh, next day. Uh, my younger sister, who ended up being a, uh, what the fuck was she? She was a uh, gunner's mate in the Navy. Yeah. So Allison's a fucking beast. She rolls out. So I'm seven. Alice five. Rolls out on the big wheel. Like, <laughs> and Matthew's in the middle of the sack. And she fucking breaks this kid's nose. I mean, just straight <laughs> up. Gets off her big wheel at five years old and pops this kid straight in the face. Explodes his fucking nose. His mom tries to come over to try to fight my mom for Allison breaking his nose. My mom's like, I'm fucking put your ankle in your front pocket if you get anywhere near my fucking Put your mom. ankle in your front pocket. That's amazing. Your children are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I don't do what my five-year-old did to your son to you right now. <laughs> I've been, it's Christmas time and I'm decorating fucking cakes at Fry's on Guadalupe and for fucking 10 hours. You fucking test me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will I'll fucking, fucking bake you in a cake. Yeah, I will cut you up and serve you to fifteen. Gunning those coupon scalpels laying around. Yeah. <laughs> you say, haven't seen Matthew in a long time. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. So I don't know about you. I'm ready to do. Not uh, Matt Barrett. Matt Barrett's probably stabbed a kid or two. Definitely at least a seven year old. That might have been Matt Barrett. Uh, oh, fuck. Listen. I mean, um, chances are okay. Matt? <laughs> Matt Barrett still works close to where I hang out. So um, where's he at now? Well, Cider he's Corn. on Cider Corn on the weekends for sure. I was actually just texting him this morning. Hey, would you like the apple or the pear cider? You know, uh, it's funny. I actually read uh, texts in people's voices. Um, oh yeah, texts are Matt are the best. Like I got a gravelly voice. Matt's is like oh Matt's is like bad. Yeah, you know who's uh, got a, should, you know who's got a good one is uh, Alex Cardano or Cardano or some fucking Canadian I shit. I can never spell his last name. Yeah, he's always like too many vowels. Hey, it's been a while. Like I imagine uh, if you don't know how right, to pronounce, you probably can't spell it. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I mean, like Barry, well, it's like, like Trudeau, but, but with a C. Like, but and he doesn't write checks and say and he doesn't apologize all the time. And it's a little more, it's a little more uh, guttural. Like, uh, uh, yeah, Matt is literally kinda, like, sounded like that since we were eighteen. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, it's like so we were eighteen. Matt sounded like that. Uh, if you need a, if you need a poker, oh, okay. You get, I'm going to use a key. Like I, I keep forgetting about Tempe, but oh, I mean, I can use my thumb. Oh my god, um, you know, rich bitch, right? Rich Mickler? 
I don't. Okay, well, hold on. We're going to shotgun. He probably knows my name. All you motherfuckers just call me my whole name all the time. Oh, you're Brandon Casey. I'm like, who the fuck would you hear? Arnold Mitchell. Give you guys a head start. Jesus Christ. You went the head start, buddy. You fucking crushed us. ASU nine years. You're so much faster. ASU nine years. (laughs) (laughs) ASU. Um. Well, I was just uh. He uh. Good jug. He is kind of like the uh. Stud. He is kind of like the um. Not hanger around. I mean, he was a talented bar back and bartender, but Keep he. Talking he, boys, I'm like, I'm but he, he, he was like, um, he basically looked like a hooligan from like every Irish stereotype ever. That's you. Oh. <laughs> you fuck off. So you fucking look like. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking clottering tattooed around your wrist. Well, <laughs> touche. Says the guy with the giant Celtic cross tattooed on his side. But <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so Rich is more like the uh, the rockabilly type. Uh, you know, he was uh, worked at Murphy's yeah. Law, Irish Republic. Uh, he's worked at Skeptical Chemist. He's O'Kelly's, like just everywhere. But he uh, he recently. Well, you, uh, you, you, notice um, the mess he, difference. I was just gonna my mess. Well. I just thought while we were kind of transitioning, right, I would. Right, right. He just left. I thought there. my shirt got. He like spilled it on the table. <laughs> Listen, I got a little preemptive. I gave you guys like a five second head start too. Uh, that was. I gotta say, it was it was impressive. Listen, I appreciate a little foreplay. Uh, you gotta give me a head start because I, know, I, like I, I am not gonna it last. Like, it was a good start to that head you gave me, but. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I would take another beer if you want to. I should have grabbed it when I was. Yeah, no. Um, I'll just get fucked and then mouth fucked and then. I mean, it's, fucked I, again. No, no, don't no, worry, no, don't no, worry, no, don't no. worry, don't worry, don't worry. Irish stereotype. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, ri- God damn it, Rich is like what if the guy. Fonz had like tattoos or something like that. I don't know. God, so what I, in, I, in what any I case, think I look like in the mirror. No, no. He just sunsetted oh. his career in Arizona, and I just figured while we were transitioning. Into kind of like chugging beers and not that I would just uh, acknowledge that, but uh, again, I always forget that I'm the uh, old man in the room. What are we talking about? You're 40, right? I think he's like 50. Uh, Well, at least somewhere he's wise with this. Below both of those. Uh, I mean, I I do constantly. I I do. No, I I constantly. Hold on. on. Yeah, I always refer to myself as 40, but then recently, John. uh, from Grand Canyon, uh, my boy, he's like, Gubert? He, he, no, uh, oh. <laughs> yes, John, he was on the podcast though. Yes, I love that man. He's a Leg- legendary, yeah. my boy, and John his, Buford. His lady is, um, Kitty Buford, uh, fantastic human. Are you saying she has the clap? No, 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 no. That's that's you. I mean, I do. Mesa. I did. I didn't get it. Came with Someone the mortgage. Came with the mortgage. Someone gave it to me. <laughs> I didn't choose that shit. I can't. This is my first basement in Mesa, and I don't know if this is going to be my last one. Most houses in Mesa have, like, these old homes, most of them have basements. Where's your canned food storage? Uh, that's actually not in the basement. Uh, we're not Mormon. Yet. The Mormons keep, Yet. keep the shit. Fuck no. I do live. If you saw us pickling the body parts, dude, the temple's like right there. It's, it'd freak you at out. At my mailbox, you just look left. It's there. Dude, I got, we got arrested in high school for TPing the temple. Uh, shit. I would love to TP that temple. Fuck that temple. Space Jesus. Fucking Mormons are the worst. Well, there goes our large Mormon (laughs) listening (laughs) base. 
Choose the right, ladies and gentlemen. Choose the, the right. There uh. goes also all of our <laughs> listeners' eardrums. <laughs> oh my god! I don't need uh. you to listen. I just need you to yeah. subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, um, Bishop John. Yeah. <laughs> You're 14. How are you, a Bishop? Oh, oh born oh, into it. I'm an Eagle Scout too. What'd you do? It's like oh, I collected like four books and left them on a corner. Like yeah. fuck you. Yeah, the fucking yeah. The Mormons got the the, the fast scouts track. thing easy. It's just they got every the fast track. I remember. Uh, uh, that this is very in- intriguing podcast information, but um, when I was in Scouts, uh, we had another troop come over and like meet us somewhere to do something. What troop were you? 451, dog. 853, bitch. Right, yeah, how was, your, how was your smaller campsite at Geronimo? Uh, we had two. the biggest you didn't campsite have at Geronimo. Campsite 4. 19, dog. No, ours is 4. 19, dog. Yeah, but you had to walk to yours. Ours was right we there. We drive all the way to ours. No, I'm saying, but like to get to the mess hall and the pool. That's true. Ours is so... Ours were the same size, so we, we were the same session. So eight fifty three, we were right behind uh, Honor Fire and the pool. Okay, um, we were up. We had uh, we had a. Uh, you were back to the right past the pool. You follow, so you go through the pool. You pass the pool. You pass the mess hall. You keep going up all the way up. That you can, as far as you can drive is the last one. It's the very last one right you can drive the, to. The trailhead started to get up on the rim to do. Yeah, the that's where everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was at one point our troop. Dropped in numbers, so they said they wouldn't give it to us anymore. Like we've had this one for like thirty years, yeah, kind of thing. Like us, yeah. we're not not accepting it. We'll just we're gonna do whatever it takes because we've built like it, when you've had the campsite you for that long, you built like the Adirondacks. Yeah, uh, like. we, so we had built the Adirondacks. We built a little cabin thing for the parents, and then we built uh, one of the dads was a like a fucking higher up with one of the largest construction companies in Arizona. Oh, so we built the showers that are there, the flushable toilets that are, are there. What the fuck? Uh, Mormons construction mo- companies. We weren't, we weren't Mormons. It was a Pollock. Like, it was Pollock. It was Michael like, Pollock. Yeah, like we, yeah almost, fucking Michael Pollock. There was a, there was a, a movie theater yeah, in there. It was Basha. Yeah, 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 it was Basha uh, and yeah. Michael Pollock. Yeah, um, but no, it was that campsite was right. This was good because like where it was. Like center. Like so right by the creek where the two creeks came through. That nice bridge if you were going from like main camp from the lake mm-hmm. to like where they did like the leatherworking, woodworking, and then otter fire. Oh yeah, there was that nice bridge. Like mm-hmm. we built that. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, you remember? When, remember when that cat? Because you were always session two, right? As well. Yeah. So so were we. Remember when mm-hmm. that cat? Were you there when that jackass tried to light the camp on fire? The entire camp. Yeah. Nope. Right behind the pool. He like lit a huge fire on that whole hill. Uh-uh. Well, my dumbass was working honor fire that night. And it was oh, fire season, so yep. it was like me just in the middle of the night staring at a pile of sticks. We called it honor pile. Of sticks. Oh, I did honor fire. Well, that shit was. Uh, we t- didn't have a fire you know, though. It was that, honor pile of sticks. I, I was just gonna say we did honor fire on a uh, no burn. Yeah, uh, honor pile of sticks. And you just gotta sit there all fucking night, and you're cold. You got no snacks, so, so you just gotta stay awake. And normally, honor fire is like the fire goes the entire camp session. It's like the Olympic torch for Boy Scouts. Yeah, uh, in paces. So you know it's super important. When they, <laughs> when they're Dude, basically when there is a, fight you. when there is a fire going, it's super cool because you like the you're the older kids, so you just get to sit there all mm. night and chill and and keep a fire going. Like yeah. your yeah. literally job, your job is to stay awake and have a campfire. So I'm there doing honor pile of sticks one night, and so across campsite four, like towards from honor fire towards the pool, like I see this fire, and it's like a fire fire. This is like that whole hill. It's and it's mm-hmm. all fucking poison ivy. Oh, there's so much poison ivy there. Yeah, so it's all poison, and it's on fire. So I run two camps before, so it's not that far, just right over the bridge. Knock my ass out on the corner of the Adirondack trying to wake the adult. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Ooh. Just like temple, just like dunk. 
and I get woken up by the adults. I woke them up because there's no like front of the end. Well, all, all the giant adults are here. Yeah, exactly. Just bang. Like, what the fuck? Oh, it's Brandon's bobblehead, skinny ass. What the fuck am I? <laughs> and I'm like laying on the ground, I'm like fire. And like now the whole hillside between the pool and the creek is on fire. And you're like, go get the what hot. What have you go, done? Go. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was watching the sticks, man. I was watching the sticks. <laughs> I came here to <laughs> you took about this. too serious. Yeah, I took this. So he he like, looks at this giant flat fire, this forest fire. You're like, for honor. <laughs> for friendship and fellowship. Thank you, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so they're like, oh, go do something about this. I'm like, I came to you. You're adults. What? Yeah, I'm a child. You left me with literally, you literally only left me in charge of a pile of sticks. That was my responsibility level. Yeah, yeah. We lit our because uh, we weren't supposed to light a fire, right? So you they made me run down. We lit the fire to where the hotshot crew is. My spade ranch down the lower parking lot. Oh my! That's like a God. mile and a half, and I just gave myself yep. a concussion. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm woozy. <laughs> if walking it off is good, running it off is better. <laughs> yeah, and it's like on fire, fire. Like it's good. It almost well, took down like the whole pool area. That's and why you know, like, get urgency to the creek and the, is uh, key they, here. They had those shitty like uh, giant like tins for uh, coffee cans. Yeah, the giant coffee cans with the like the wire thing to go over. Yeah. for like the and they were all full of dirt. Yeah. Oh, dude, it, and they're like fill it up in the creek and go throw it. <laughs> She's like, what? oh yeah, just in case the fire comes, every tent has like there's you should have one, this one full of water and this one full of dirt. I was like, well, this dirt's like half pine needles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> also like just such shitty approach because like uh all these years camping i'm like a little like portable shovel and a gallon of water will take care of any campfire before it gets crazy like oh, they it, want unless like you build a stupid one yeah, well, that, listen your fault yeah so when we within did- reason if, if you build a bonfire and then light it on fire like that's your fucking problem or like, like a cow but if you yeah, light a yeah, normal right. campfire, even a large campfire, a normal like, campfire, uh, if you tip it over and spread it out <clears throat> and kick some dirt on it, you're good. They want you Look, to be able to like put your hand. To dirt the dirt is number one, so that portable shovel is key. Yep. And then water is just to drown that shit once it's like once the and dirt is like you got like fifty kids, you know they got to take a piss. Yeah. Oh, we did that. It smells awful. Oh my yeah. god, it's just. It, it just feels, now it feels like poor training yeah. from there. So He's breathing steamed piss. at the end of the camp that week. They have like the ceremony with the awards. They uh-huh. go for like there's the solo hiker and they bring out and everything. Uh, I still have it. It's a coffee cup, Camp Geronimo on it, and a patch. And it just says, thanks for being at camp. <laughs> That's a participation trophy. Yeah, for like, thanks for being like, at camp. You mean thanks for being awake watching a pile of sticks and like yeah, not so letting this whole bitch burn we, down? Uh, we did a. Uh, <laughs> full of thousands of children. <laughs> we, we did the. Uh, when we did the Honor Fire, um, it was me, my buddy Richie, and my buddy Ben. And we were all known for being fuck offs. Uh, oh yeah, same. like what? really, like Never. dude. It was if How there was something that we were supposed what? to do, but we were so ingenious. Like I think I'm dumber now because we were so ingenious. We would do as you much would work harder to not to work. not do anything. Literally, yeah. and well, no, that's always the, that's a we, hustle. This Rube Goldberg machine, dude. We just asked you to sweep. Uh uh-uh. uh those three trees over there, we tied them to the ground over here. It's like a small rabbit snare, but when yeah. we cut these lines, hey, it's totally uh, going to sweep all this yeah. shit up. And they're well, like, so you're going to yeah. hurt yourself. We, had, uh, uh, yeah. we would always figure out how to do the worst things that are just enough to piss someone off, but not enough to get mad at. So like, Or get caught. And, well, no, we would get caught all the time, every time we got caught. But it would be such 
<laughs> minimal things. You sound like Matt Barrett. It'd be such minimal things that <laughs> like got, nobody could truly every time. get mad at you. It, like, and the most mad they could get is kind of yell, like "Don't fucking do that!" And you're like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, we won't do that." Like, so they could never actually like implement any punishments on us. Oh, they call that sea lioning. It was uh, like, it's where you like kind of like provoke someone with like what sounds like reasonable inquiries to even the most basic. Structure to where like oh I call the, that fucking the, annoying. Oh, the, dude, well, no, the no, no. The, the point is to do that to get someone to react where they seem unreasonable. When you, clearly, if you break it down like from like a neutral standpoint, you're like that person is clearly antagonizing because they're it's like poking the bear in the zoo. I mean, just like yeah, but but like it, it's called sea lightning because <laughs> don't put your hand in there. Yeah, because from certain analysis, you can be like, oh well, they're just asking questions, and you're like, right, but they're also asking like you know Bill Clinton style like. What is the definition of is? Oh, yeah. yeah well, or oh, whatever. Or the worst it. thing for like an adult, especially in the <clears throat> environment. I mean, you got to feel bad for like our parents, right? My dad never went. Oh, well, my dad was a scoutmaster and had to put up with my bullshit. So my dad was, my dad went to one like high adventure thing. We went to. Uh, Dude, high adventures were the shit. You ever hear about that fucking troop that got fucked up in Boundary Waters? Ooh. I did Boundary Waters. You remember that storm? You heard that storm that knocked Yes. My first day on the water, July 4th, 1999. That, was that it? No, it, it, that storm knocked down 25 and a half to 30 million trees. It fucked us up. And I'm like 12 and a half. <laughs> Wait, no way you're that young at Boundary Waters. They, I got an exemption. Because you had to be 13 yeah. for a high adventure. My birthday's in late August. So they let you... Dude, I was... So like, I'm I was the same grade as Over everybody. 18 when we did Boundary Waters. Because so, they... I, I think I was... I turned 18 like two weeks before we went. So we opted out of a guide... So we had a guy. In lieu of me. Oh, okay. And so they're the like, ninth. well, we have another adult. So I was yeah. part of it, and we went, and it was... Twelve and a half. Hey, no. Uh, that was brutal for me at 18. I couldn't imagine. Like, but to be fair, I was just like, uh, the smaller crew, so like, it, I always had to portage the canoe. Imagine trying to do it for 12 days after a storm that knocked down 25 million trees. Holy east shit. to west, and all of your portages were north to south. Oh, we did 180 rod, 180 rod portage between... I think it was Knife Lake. How many miles was your canoe? Uh, 70. Oh, shit. We did 50, and it was a lot. We did 70, so that was a 99. That's minute. a... Well, we did 50 in four days. Oh, we did 10. 10 or 11. Okay. But so, our first day on the water was... So you probably still saw... What year did you go? That would have been 2011. So there was probably still storm blowdown. Did you start at Charles L. Summers? I have no idea when we started. Moose Lake, that, like the actual scout camp? Uh, I'm assuming so, but yeah. I just remember taking a piss in Canada, not realizing. So I got out of the canoe, like we pulled the canoe up, taking a piss, and a Mountie comes up, and he's like, "Hi, all I can think of is like the South Park. Did you know you're doing something illegal?" And I was just like, "You pissed on me." So yeah, I finished taking the piss, and there's a Mountie. I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm in Canada." He's like. And you need to, and I was like, peace, and I'm yeah. in the water and canoe. And I look at the other two guys. I'm like, fucking paddle, bitches! Like, yeah. let's get out of here. That horse ain't following us. Years later, we went on to Quetico, which is a Canadian high adventure on the other side. It was 2003 it was like July 7th. It was almost four years exactly. So now I'm like, at least I'm like tall, but I'm still you know like six three. My head's the same size. I just look like a shitty skinny bobblehead. <laughs> just, like, just I'm six four two fifty right now, and I goes. don't look huge. But like then I was probably six four like. 65. I think my license still says 185. Is still my permit photo. <laughs> and uh, 
Nailed it. It was our like second to last day on the water. So what we did was we actually had uh, we tied the canoe. That was an old yeah. Arizona ID. This is the least helpful thing for like the four people that talk to us that listen to this podcast. Like you need the video aspect, and then now this is just well, we just don't know how to do it. Well, no, this is just definitely going to be thrown in our face. <laughs> well, this is what I look like in that mugshot. Oh, it's nice. In black and white, so I look like shitty high Frank Sinatra's mugshot. Kill you. Um, so we tied the canoes to float planes, mm-hmm. and they flew us in the middle of Canada, like a hundred oh, miles. Oh, that's pretty tight. And then dropped us off, and we had eleven days to get back. And like the second to last day, we had four. T- Treks. So we, had, we, had, we had the venture crew and then three other nine person crews from, mm. from the troop. And we all meet as huge. Lake. How many of you made it? Well, the, how, so, how many well, tents made it and how many canoes? Is actually <laughs> His troop and my troop were like the two largest. In this whole state. They were yeah. non-LDS. So like we had like at camp, we'd bring like 115 boys. Mm-hmm. Because you guys are right. There was 451 and 853 were mm-hmm. the two biggest. Yeah. Uh, we uh, when I was in Scouts, we used to fuck with you guys, and we would do the we'd steal you guys a troop flag. We used to steal your teepee. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but dude, that was like that was like uh, like sixteen year old like reconnaissance like Navy SEAL shit. Like we would army crawl through the camp. You mean through the poison ivy? Oh, literally through the poison. Ivy. It was, <laughs> it was so, so much poison ivy. Fucked up shit. Like literally, so they had like the nice antarctic area where like the parents would sleep. It's like a half cabin with like it's not. Yeah, we'd go in and kick all your fire buckets over and steal all your TP. I believe that because you guys had the nice shitters and we didn't. Dude, uh, they were real nice and those showers. Like I remember talking. Like we would just hang on the showers. For we had to. We right used like there. We had to walk to the showers. Yeah, we didn't have the showers were right there, yeah. and I remember everybody walking to ours, and we would just oh, it'd be like. 20 of us just sitting in the showers and like are you guys almost done we're like nah, nah we're nah. not almost done be dirty child yeah uh but yeah we would steal the 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 cheap flag yeah, but so, oh, wait so i gotta so, say go ahead, go ahead, yeah go so we're all so now all so it's a huge like sandy beach it's a beautiful day out just early mid-july in that part of canada and we look west so there's three groups because we all met up so i was like oh, maybe the spit's like 200 yards long. So there's three campsites on that. And then there's one out on an island. Who's our other one? And they canoed over and we're all just partying. My dad was actually there for this trip. And so it's everyone like their dad, basically. Yeah. And then we look west. And it's like growing up here, anybody who's listening from the Midwest knows what it means when the sky turns green. We're all from Arizona. We don't know what that means. It means like immediate tornado. I would not have known that. Oh, I found it out in 99. <laughs> <laughs> and so did all the other dads because we didn't know. We just it started raining. We pulled like, over. Oh, what a beautiful sky! We, we should take pictures. Is, like, like, is that an aurora borealis? Well, we don't know. We're way fucking farther north than we've ever been in our entire lives. And yeah, this, in '99, one, one here, uh, Northern Lights. Yeah, in, in the in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it works. Yeah, that, in '99, the squall line hit us. The sky turned green, and we heard this like sound. It started I like think a. You're allowed to say that squall squall. Uh, okay. Ooh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Ooh. Technical squall. Technical. Squall. Nautical term. <laughs> weather term. Technical. Yeah. <laughs> Not a double V. A double L. All right, cool. Because uh, there's no motorized boats allowed in this whole area. Sure. And we hear this sound. sounds like a goddamn freight train. And we oh, turn around and we look west. So this is 99, July 4th. And it's a squall line. It's coming. The rangers found us like eight days later. And they said it was coming at 125 miles an hour. And it was just eating pine trees and snapping all the paper bark birches off, like mm-hmm. on the sides as it came to us. And Ooh. on this little tiny, like two hundred yard wide lake, north side was Canada, south side was America. 
our canoe sunk like that. Oh, I believe it. And we were just pulled over to have lunch and then got destroyed by like a mud flow and everything. But years later, so we're all partying and everything. And then everybody was on that first trip. It was like, oh no, it's doing green fucking thing again. Shit. And then this black bowl drops out of the sky. Like just like, I'm like, uh, we should, we should stop playing playing submarines with canoes and get in our, we should get in the tents for safety in this forest. <laughs> Not like a burlap sack. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like putting yourself in your own autopsy bag. Well, literally, <laughs> much. yeah, that's a thousand percent. Thousand percent. You'll literally get in those and you're like, this will protect me. Yeah. Uh, no, this will, uh, track just, you. It's will make you easier to find so, and preserve. Because it's with, blue. You just won't know when a tree is falling on you. Oh, that happened. Uh, so we, the And then yeah. the bowl touches down. So now there's an actual water spout coming up the goddamn lake at all of us. And so we get into our tents for safety. Me and this poor bastard went to see Jimmy Garby. He was the kid you could pay $5 to do anything in high school. Dude, we did it with quarters of drama. You're from Mesa. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Now, I got to say, the dude would, and we'd be lazy, we'd lay in hammocks and be like, yo, I need someone to go get me water. He'd be like, I'll do it for a quarter. Oh, no, I'm talking to kid you like pay like five bucks to like smoke a cigarette backwards and like watch. Oh. Hey, like snort that line of Smarties. <laughs> that's, that's worth more than a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was like, holy shit. No, no. no, no this hey, is a trivial task. Hey, go, <laughs> I was like, what a- go punch that random stranger for $5. That was Jimmy. So Jimmy and I have our tent. We're in the tent. Then the water spout's coming straight up. So it's a tornado. And it hits it and immediately snaps all four of our tentpoles. As golf ball size hail is like pelting us. <laughs> so we're just like two. So you're just, just getting. Yeah, like like two little wet lumps. You're just getting pelted <laughs> just, just under just a sheet. Destroyed. <laughs> by like a little layer of nylon. You're just like. Ah. Protection. Yeah. <laughs> it we're swim trucks because it's like three in the afternoon. And I mean, you just got done talking. And then uh, this guy. Uh, James Modal. His dad threw a snake at me one time, that fucker. He got rabies, though, so he's fine. Uh, he got bit by a rabid fox when we were hiking uh, Sheep no Bridge Crossing. Shit. Yeah. He's like 6'10", too, so you know that fox is rabid. Attacked a guy that's 6'10". Yeah, a little baby fox. Like. Yeah, he knocked it out with a 4D cell maglite, tied it to a tree, and died in the middle of the night because it got cold. I carried that fucking And then poor Philip me. Schaefer, we put it in a trash bag and we tied it to the oh, top man. of the frame of his backpack the whole way down Cheap oh, Ridge Crossing. Man. It's swinging around his pack, whacking him in his face with dead <laughs> fucking fox in a trash bag. <laughs> oh my God. And we took it to that rabies testing center just north of uh, uh, the Pioneer Town on the 17. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this shit's got rabies. They gave him like 30 shots. He was not stoked. A Pioneer Town off the... I mean, is that Cave Creek? Is that... No, no, there's like an actual like, Pioneer Town. Did you go there in grade school? No. I mean, uh, oh, where they did the blanks and the fucking... Yeah, the blanks. They yeah, got the little, little cool. blacksmith shop. I remember oh, they... The, 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 I remember they used to tell Cave you that Creek, they, would, uh, they would try to... It's like right before Anthem. Yeah, it's Cave Creek. They try to convince yeah, you that blanks are dangerous. It's the Cowboy Town. They still do rodeos there. Yeah, they would try to convince you that blanks are dangerous and guns. By putting Tell a pistol with that. a blank and put it point blank to an aluminum, an empty aluminum soda can. It flew. And then it would explode. And you're like, yeah, a uh, uh, gust <laughs> of wind is, a, is dangerous, it's, I guess. Like, everyone pees their pants nowadays. It's real cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the misconception about a blank round, uh, just for the audience clarification, is that Anybody not from Arizona. That, that, that it's just a, a gunshot that doesn't do anything. But what it is, is it's a bullet in its entirety... Minus the propellant lead or 
whatever projectile, projectile it yeah, is. Just a bang. So it is. It's a pile of gunpowder. Yeah. It's, it's all also it's still a, a fucking explosion that travels through a barrel. So yeah, but you, there's no projectile. So if you're a foot away from it, nothing happens. Depending upon Challenge. what you're made out of, because depending <laughs> upon the pressure or the fire ex- excluded from it, but like, I can an 1854 Remington arm mount. We can load that thing up with black powder. I guarantee it'll hurt. Listen, I know uh, what you maybe, think. Maybe more than a foot. I know what you think six inches looks like it's uh, a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what six inches look like. I just may be a little shy. It's, it was cold. Yeah, I just may be a little shy. It's just cold. Listen. Let's go. Let's go. So that's uh, stupid thing. In a is. room of six foot plus men, I'm not going to show you my penis. Like. <laughs> I would. I mean, the room. Then we're in a basement. Do not take your dick out, <laughs> dude. We're all Eagle Scouts. That's part of it. It's not the first dick it's Alex has seen. It's part of it. Well, I mean, as is your dick the only loyal, dick you've seen? Friendly. Is your dick the only dick you've seen in person? No, I went to Catholic school. Oh, okay. And I know Matt Barrett. I haven't seen his dick. You're lucky. There was a Is point. Is it nice? It's a dick. It's a dick. There was a point. There's no good dick pic. Yeah. Oh, God, they're terrible. I've never seen a dick pic. It's like extra elbow skin and stuff. That's a bad joke from a comic I can't remember. But um. But yeah, it's like a weenus. Yeah. <laughs> a decent wiener. No weenus. Look, I'm saying I have a decent wiener. There was a point. That's what my... your wife told me earlier upstairs. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's proud of it. She looks stoked. Good I made a child. Yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a dinosaur. <laughs> There's proof, sir. Sir, I proved it. Uh, you guys are lucky that he even had a diaper on because uh, that, that kid only runs around she did straight nuts say, out. She did say, like, time to put clothes on, like, eight times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He uh, he he heard about Harambe, Harambe and he's like, I'm, I'm running with this. Nuts out, dog. Dicks out. Nuts out for Harambe. His first uh, words, Harambe forever. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm getting pelted by these stupid golf ball size eyes. <laughs> I do want to get. I want to listen to this, but I do want to get back to the woodshed. Oh yeah, so do I. I just, <laughs> you guys fucking called me. <laughs> this is a best guest. Yeah, this exactly. is a guest. You did this to you. Best guest. And so, are we going to talk about sports? No, please don't. <laughs> I don't. We don't know sports. No, no. Oh, thank yeah. God, my wife does. So, jokes on me when I bought the woodshed. I thought I just bought like a stabby, smelly shithole dive bar, right? It's well, a, yeah. It's apparently an old you're Packers. Like, you're like Packers bar. You're like best case scenario. I get stabbed in here, and I don't have problems again. And I still have a class six liquor license. So, like, win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and not my first time getting stabbed. So, like, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, and then like it turns out it's like a Packers bar, like forever. And these old. Like, I gotta put this shit on. Well, I don't know anything about. Like, where's the cheese curds? Listen, I've worked in we a couple sports bars. Is there anything more obnoxious than a fucking Packers fan? God, dude, I got Packers Ohio State buddies. fans. Fair, touche, fucking fair. <laughs> Those people fucking suck. <laughs> fucking yes, they fair. do. They suck more than their flat ass oh. shitty state that nobody actually knows where it is on the map. Ohio. Also, is that, like, no, that's Pennsylvania. Also, oh, like, how are there so many of you? Do you all move here? I knew well, all of like based on your behavior, none of you actually went to college. None of them graduated Ohio. college. Correct. A fuckload of them went there, none of them graduated. Or they've been to Akron once. Yeah. Like, oh, we drove through there. Oh, right. I'm like, fuck you, go back to El Jefe. Please. Yeah. I don't need you. So, but I didn't I thought I bought when I bought the shed, 
um, after I evict the resident drug dealer that was the problem with the line of sights, uh, I very quickly found out. At least get your cut. Like, if you're going to do this, that's this what that hard. was. Hook me up. That was. I was cordial. But the problem was he was selling drugs I don't like. Fair. Or need. Stupid. And, uh, but yeah, I was like, hey, it was like a couple days in. I tore down like the banners and moved everything mm-hmm. so you could see everything from the bar. And uh, this guy was just there for like days. Sit there all day. Never drink shit. Never buy anything. I didn't, you know, I know what a fucking drug dealer looks like. Yeah. And uh, I went up to him about a week or so. Okay, on the way. What up, dude? What you doing? Oh, it's my office. Mm-mm. And I made that like maniacal, like. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, fuck are you? Well, I'm the guy standing. You're the guy sitting trapped in a booth right now, and I'm much fucking bigger than you. Um, this is not your office. I'm the new owner. Um, I guess what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, like diametrically, like ethically, I'm not a fucking post to it. But like, you're not paying the insurance on this fucking bitch. And you didn't just buy the license. Like, I don't fucking know you, dude. So, while I'm talking, this is like kind of distracting him. I get his backpack. So, now I've got his backpack in his hand. Hell yeah. It's, it's shit. And, like, there's like two options here right now. You can just fuck off. Never see you again. No fucking problem. Or, you can choose violence. Which I. Prefer. Mm-hmm. It's a bouncer for seven years on the yeah. He's a bouncer of the vine on Apache. Yeah, we're trying to duel. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my first day bouncing the vine on Apache was $8 an hour cash. I was 19. Dollar you call it's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Have you ever been up to the office in the vine when you're selling beer there? It's at the top of the A frame. So like, I can't stand up there. Like, nobody can stand up there. It's like, yeah. a de- it's like Harry Potter would be je- well, jealous. <laughs> and the guy's like, so at nine o'clock, we take away all the glassware. But you're going to want to keep one of these 25-ounce mugs. And you're going to want to sit by that golden tee because it's got a tiny exhaust fan. It's the only airflow in the entire business. So if you like put your face next to it, you can get some airflow in the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do I need the mug for? He's like, oh, you're going to have to hit somebody with it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's all your calls. Like, fucking frat boys. This is when the frat road still used to be like right behind there. Yeah. Your destiny has arrived. Yeah. Choose your weapon. Wait, so what happened It's with the dangerous to go alone. Take this mug. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm at the vine. Like, yeah, he wasn't wrong. I mean, like, within fucking an hour of my first shift, five fuckboys started fighting. I just had to dome all of them with this 25-ounce fucking mug. Holy shit. <laughs> just ding, 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 ding. For $8 an hour cash. <laughs> well, I mean, when so, you're that age, sometimes you'll, uh, you'll take a job that uh, chooses violence for a little less pay just to... Well, I mean, when you're that age, there's no more pay. Also, like, technically, you're also paying for therapy, so you're t- making a ton of money because all that violence is... So- I'm going to call it therapy. <laughs> I've seen your rap sheet. I know you call it therapy. <laughs> you're lucky we're in a different county than you grew up in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so with the, with the guy, I was just like, you can fuck off. I'll give you your backpack bag. Or you can choose violence, and yeah. I'm going to do free dental work with my knee and take your fucking backpack, which I know is worth more than you, Sir, I'm a and dentist. huck it in Kohana's Lake, which is right behind here, or the grease trap. I'll fold you both up and put you in the grease trap. Yeah. And he was like, 
Uh, and you don't want to work this hard every I, day. Like, no. Because I'm going to fuck with you every day. You don't want to work this hard every the day. The second you show up here, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, uh, you, and bitch, I can also buy guns. You want to show up to a place like, where you feel in charge. This isn't it anymore. Dude, I, and I, I just don't want oh, like, to have to deal with that kind of shit. Like, well, no. It's, it's A, it's super disrespectful. Uh, and <coughs> at the absolute worst, it's like this like weird like alpha dominance. And uh, well, and I, you know, I came up, I introduced myself, I was polite. Yeah, I recognized his chosen profession. And but Listen, like, he was just like, you know, who are you? In the way of a young this is my office. I was like, this is not your office. Uh, the first brewery I worked for in when I moved to San Diego, there was a drug dealer. He's an older guy, super sweet. Uh, that dude is hardcore. Um, but he was a regular and did all his drug dealing. Super nice murdery biker, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like he was a smaller, older guy, but that dude would, would have fucking throw down no matter who is there and probably. Would. Those are my dude. If you're people. selling uh, drugs illegally, you have at least or unless you're meeting someone selling drugs illegally. Yeah, let's dig into that. No matter what, regardless of anything, like unless it's like your first like ninety days, you build you, You've had to handle your own shit. Yeah. Once or twice, so and it breeds a different type this, of people. This dude, um, this dude would just come sit at the bar, have a beer, and then someone would come up mm-hmm. and come to our bar and I'm bartending, and they'd be like, "Hey," and I sometimes you overhear it, sometimes they're sly, sometimes they're not. And you go, "Hey, yeah." So when are we gonna do this? And he's like, "Sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, have a beer." So he would. So he's polite. At so least they were would, spending money. He would. He would get them to buy one or two beers at least. So that, uh, I mean, like. Is this like comics getting their friends to show up on the two-beer minimum? (laughs) Which we do not have at the woodshed. They wanted the drugs. They wanted the drugs he had. No drink minimum. And uh, he'd have a beer. He'd have his beer. And he would get, you know, like seven or nine, like seven to ten people every day. Was he pro-move and made them buy his beer? Uh, he made great money. No, I mean, he like, made, made the guys picking up by his No, drinks. no. He uh, bought so his He beers. fucked up there. But he he was, he literally made his money selling it. He did. Yeah, but he could have had him buy well. his beer. Sure. Well, uh, any good bartender is going to have uh, his he, regulars buying his beer. Like, regardless, he yeah. got, it doesn't matter. Or, or, would, or their pockets filled. He would yeah. get people come in, and I'd be bartending all day, and I'd see 10 people come in, and they do the same thing. He'd have them sit down, they drink some beers, they walk to the uh, back lot where it's just like a parking lot. And then he would come back, and then he'd have another beer, and then 10 minutes later, someone else would come. He'd make them sit down and have a beer, and then go back to the back parking lot, and then he would come back by himself. Like, in my opinion, that's respectful. That was I didn't have that version. Yeah, this guy is not paying for anything. Like, (laughs) if you want to sell drugs at my place, sell the drugs not in the building, outside the building, and then... And, like, here's your portion of the rent. Like, I'll sublet you this booze. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're pro entrepreneurship on this podcast. Not only have we had people I used to work with, we've had the drug dealers that used to hang out at the places I used to work with on this podcast. Yeah, so um, he did. We're not very pro. Violence. He just bounced, but again, well, he never came back because I you, had his backpack. Yeah, did he ever come back? Yeah, he did not. But I, the move was just like distracting him with big words mm-hmm. while <laughs> grabbing his stash. Yeah, probably here's, if I hadn't. I had here's three fifteen dollar words. Mm-hmm. <gasps> well, his gun was probably in the backpack. Gun? No. What? From Arizona, man. Yeah, Everyone's got a fucking gun. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, like, he probably thought he was hot shit if he was able to reach into his backpack. Oh, right. yeah. oh, maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm faster than that. And sure. I got, and I got a seven foot wingspan. But he probably that was like, I got nothing here. He's got my money and my shit. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah. He never, he never came back. But his righteous indignation, like from the start, was like just 
annoying. And I'm like, all right. Two at inner monologue brand on it. You have two ways to do this. You can just like just beat the fuck out of him, check him out back. Or you can like maybe not raise your voice. And be an adult. Maybe you don't talk to me. Just like find that. another place to go sell drugs. There's plenty of shitty bars. Like yeah. it's fucking Mill and Paceline, man. There's plenty of places. Yeah, walk like go to the bar where the bikers shoot each other across the street, like all the fucking time. Yeah, and those bikers are trying to buy and resell. Wait, are you, are you talking about that place with all the pool tables that are blue? What is that place called? Uh, not no, the other <laughs> one. You're thinking of breaking bar, the old baseline bar. No, what is that? We actually talked about it on this podcast. I couldn't remember it. Uh, it was that day uh, we tried to go date for get 15 different bars in Tempe that were closed. Um, God, it. we went in there. It was soup. They have the indoor cabanas and then like oh, the 50. Big- the old Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> um, that place. Uh, and they have like the 50 pool tables that are all like, yeah. dude, one of those is like intense like was, it, it is a flex and they have so many of them and there is nobody those are like twelve thousand dollar pool tables and then like dude like from wall to wall it looks like they pulled up at pier one imports and like, with their grandma like three different pier one imports and we're like all of your pre-made wall art yeah load it up and <laughs> todos ahora porfa <laughs> and then dude it was just like it's everything from just like a, you know the random like I was so famous excited person to bring with the him oh, here cause it's just such a motherfucking design dude, he, he was what is this place called? it's called Mill Avenue Social now it's oh kitty corner from Freezer's Ice House yeah, when I was a kid it was a Walgreens no shit <laughs> They just moved the Walgreens across the street. Yeah. It was a Walgreens. Uh, and there's a Peter Piper for uh, the tax places. The place now. is so fucking okay. it, was, it was a Peter Piper, an AutoZone, a shoe shop, a, uh, a FUBU. <laughs> Not Listen, FUBU. Uh, what's the other one where they it. sell FUBU? Uh, K-Momo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking K-Momo. I mean, shoes. you had to buy, you had to buy your... about to come out of my mouth. You had... Yeah, right, yeah. Shh, shh, shh. You had to, I mean, some you had to buy your like really long belts and Jinko jeans somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted them, that's where you got them. I was gonna say JC Penny, which would have been hilarious, but in any case, well, that's it? before Arizona Mills opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. and the light rolls there, so like you really and couldn't listen, get to a penny. Listen, it's it's twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. By the time anyone's listening to this, it's called uh, Ja Penne now, and so put some respect ja on it. Ja Penne, Ja Penne, Ja Penne. Would you like a croissant? <laughs> It's just a it's, shitty muffin we bought from Costco. It's not a croissant, I promise. Don't you try to fancy up your name. It's Dirt. Your name is Dirt. Dear Tay. <laughs> Dear Tay. Um, well, if you fancy, you shout but yeah, tar- so that Target. Tar- I mean, you've got to say Target. Yeah. And Target's come a long way. Tar- Target's just fun. Target Tar- Tar- is where white women Wal- do errands. Wal- Walmart is fun. Right? Wal- I've never heard of that. <laughs> That, no, Walmart's shit. <laughs> you hard see that. Walmart. Well, 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 are you from the Are well you from mayor. the Grand Mountains? It's from Walmart. Well <laughs> you can fancy anything, bro. Got my two year old ears pierced. <laughs> Got myself a manicure, a haircut, an oil change, three tires. Need four, only can afford three. And then we got like three beta fish, several clothes, a jogging suit. Walmart. Well, where, where, where'd you get uh, that? Walmare. Three beta fish. Wal- got down to one beta fish. <laughs> one cup. Three beta fish, one cup. Walmare. Yeah, we put money on it. My my beta one. <laughs> Ain't nobody fuck with my beta fish. Crown king for life. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm fucking dying. So we do got to start yeah. wrapping this up. I got some other things to do tonight. Take the kid to the uh, ice rink in downtown Mesa. What a spoiled child. Jameson, shout out. For sure. To be fair, our time has got to be pretty good. It's 5.30. Oh, no. This is... Uh, three. We're, uh, well, let's talk about ice rink in downtown Mesa for just like two seconds. It's not... Deal. They don't just sell meth there. It's not like crank ice. No, you skate on the ice. You skate on their ice. You don't buy you just ice. baggy up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yo, you do a little hockey stop and just... Yeah. And you, just, and you just baggy up. I like that. I can get down with that. But it's some good shit. <laughs> They're pretty close to country club. You get some good shit. No, I don't know what the difference between good shit and bad shit is, but I still smoke it. Buckeye and Florence. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was just in Buckeye the other day. Terrible. Dude, we got to get some food, too. I mean, we as in my family. Yes. Because uh, I'm not inviting you guys to my family dinner. I haven't eaten today, and I'm well, fucking starving. We have invited ourselves, and we'll be joining you. Well, I was really hoping uh, we would just be able to wrap this up at a reasonable time, and then we would have all gotten some food or some drinks after this, but... It's now 5.30. Listen, I hear you insisting, so it's a local shout-out and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, uh, I do want to start scheduling a podcast where we can just like, go grab some food or some drinks after. Yes. And then just enjoy. Unfortunately, it's not well, this time. Actually, Maybe next well, time we no, go to H Mart. Actually, it's every... H Mart. Well, actually, it's every... I want to get some... Uh, Two hands corn dogs over there, yeah, dude. And those bow buns are money. Hold on, just to be clear, any podcast guest can assure you that it is it always been a thing. It just never is, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. If we uh, did, we're going to start this, including Bobby afterwards. The uh, the the thing is that we did it not at my house. Brooke doesn't know when we end, and uh, she definitely isn't listening. Yeah, she definitely she, she's fucking, fucking morons. <laughs> all right, but if all we did she all she hears else, in the basement is like. Ew! Our cackle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I all I got to do is like, well, Brooke, I stop work at six because I start work at ten, and then we do the podcast, so it's nine. Like, but when we're here, she's like, "Bitch, I know when you stopped. Uh, I know when you started. You guys took a nap for half an hour. Yeah. It, so like, she knows when we start, which is the hardest part, because uh, then she's like, well, two hours, like, get the fuck done.' Uh, but if I just if she doesn't know when we start, I can go forever." What we're saying is, Brendan Casey, this has been fantastic. Uh, uh, and since we got one question in, uh, we'll have to have you back. Yes. I think we did actually only get one. Well, I think we, we got, got the, two we got the questions in. Two. Poop hands. Two questions in. Yes. Well, like literally. Kick out story. Yeah, he literally asked you about a crackhead kick out story that we wrapped up like six So I think we got ago. three in. No, just the one. Poop hands. No. Oh, oh when, no, the poo. Shit yourself. Well, and, and actually, I don't think we really when, got a story how long out of that. I, I, wanted to circle, I wanted to circle back on that I'm going to ask story. my wife when I shit my pants, because she was there. God. It was recent. How do you fuck after that? Shower. Slug, no, no, I understand, like, how you get ready, after, but then how do you, com- like, get her to be like, yeah, let's have sex. Again. Have you seen fat, me? She doesn't want to have sex with me anyway. Dick. <laughs> I, I, I think the answer is definitely <laughs> sling fat dick. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's gone, it. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm a fucking tripod. That's still, the only reason. Still, like, she's like, oh man, not I this wouldn't gross even have self confidence after that. Like, oh, the trick is don't have any at the to beginning start. Of the day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Start low and high. Yes, yeah, basically, start high, finish on her back. Present as a potato, and then occasionally be fries <laughs> or so, au gratin. If you know ooh. what I mean. Stop talking about food. I'm fucking hungry. Well, again, uh, where am I eating? Where are we gonna go? And by me, I mean us, my family. But I need <laughs> I, I need ideas for where I need to go eat with my family because I am starving. 
Do you have any sort of like style in mind? No, anything. I mean, Blue Adobe Grill, Blue Adobe Grill is close. And as far as like New Mexican sort of like kind of fair, like it's baller. Like I love Blue Adobe Grill. It's old school shit, and I love it. Did I hit up El Charo right over there? Yeah, that's dope too. (laughs) Oh, what terrible! Oh, and I heard. I've only heard. I've never once read. Anybody tell me bad things? No, only heard great things. It was awful. It's been a long time since I've been there. Yeah, there's like heavy. Oh, dude, H Mart. Like, inside of H Mart. Oh, dude, they have a food court. There's like eight little. Spots yeah, like you, you and a, like a Vietnamese it's French like a style huge bakery. International oh, food market. So, so they get like yeah. there's like a bulgogi spot. Bon They've got like a banh mi, and then there's a fucking bao bun spot. There's oh, a teppanyaki spot. There's a Mongolian spot. I have an account. The I my, one of my accounts and is cigar bar right there. Oh I'm gonna get Bonnie's. Oh, like right next door. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get cigar. Or uh, every time I call just, that account, so I'm gonna go just make sure you. Yeah, just to make the sure. left, like on your way out, they've got like an entire food court with like eight little. You just gotta make sure to be lined stands it. and like a little cafeteria seating, and then like there's even like a French style Vietnamese bakery. Like I'll be there all the time. It's yeah, fucking money, dude. I, that, I would do I'll that because the uh, yeah. then you can get little one whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. You can like bows or fucking orange orange chicken. Well, that's the thing too is like every single person can like order a different thing. Like every Every time I go there with my kid, like they'll get one thing and then I'll get another. And it's just like cafeteria, and they, yeah, and it's just cafeteria. So we just sit in the middle and eat our food, Ugh. and then I'm like, "Hey, would you get you know?" And it's yeah, that's um, it's delicious. That's what's so up. Hungry. Yeah, I mean, go there, go there. I won't be able do to that. Convince her, she won't eat that. Does she like ramen? Does she like? She likes American food. What is that? Like not Asian. Woodshed one, Southwest Corner Mill, baseline nineteen, eight five two three. She pretty much do. Uh, she's she's not super picky, but she likes. Uh, she doesn't like Asian food. Like she doesn't like sushi. She doesn't like ramen. She doesn't like pho. Like those kind of things. So, like there's a lot of options to not those options. Right? I mean, like, I'm sure they have orange chicken. Oh, she'll actually get down to some like orange chicken, teriyaki chicken kind of thing too. Yeah, they got ones there. Yeah. Well, may I but I can eat sushi by Express. myself. You can always call me. Deal. Yeah, I know some dank ass. Have you had Makita on a uh, in Mace Review? I'll show you the best sushi spot in the city. What is it? It's not in Mace Review. It is a fucking secret, and I Fair. think I think I've ever told three other people. Like it's fucking killer. Mm. No, it, it, it it's some tiny. And you know how you know how you know it's legit? It's in Gilbert. Uh, if you're digging in your wallet, you have to pay me after the podcast. Ooh. Oh, actually, your mom still loves me, so we're gonna call it a wash. <laughs> I don't, I don't pay debts by debts. Um, uh, it did feel like you handed him a debit card. Is that bone? This is fancy. Is that bone? It's metal. Oh, that's a flex. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. That's all right. Like, if you need to slice someone's eyeball out or like chop up something or just call, I me. do like this. <laughs> that's a nice card. Thank you. I made it myself. Do you have a laser engraver? Uh, it's one of those Cree-cut threes. So I can okay. do like leather, balsa, oh, vinyl, dope. metal. That's badass. It's pretty dope, yeah. I gotta get me one of them. I got like seven ventures I want to start going. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like I can even like put like sheet balsa wood in it. And uh-huh. Put in, you know, obviously what I wanted to print. Then change the blade out and it'll cut out like the four. So those little like planes we used to have like when we were kids. Oh, yeah. They can make those. Dude, I've done the old oh, bridge yeah. thing where they like break it. Like you put the weights oh, on the, the shot the glass. Tinsel yeah. test. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I'd, uh, shot. You, you you didn't jump class? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, the best part was like the shop teacher was like, don't leave your pins in it because like you use little like. Yeah. Kind of, little They'll tiny, like, fly everywhere. And they're like, well, we'll know when your bridge breaks. That 
Yeah, they will because because they're shop teachers. They live there. Well, and it literally when you put the put the weights on the bridge to see because you measure seams of reinforcement, like well, yeah. So like you sneak the pins and like the little needles to make more reinforcement enforcement. But they're they're putting weight up on their bridge until it breaks. And then when your bid bridge breaks and half of it is bent <laughs> and holding the bent, that's not how wood works. Like, or or we needles can see are this. protruding. It's so fucking obvious. <laughs> it's the most obvious thing. Like you're like, on the light rail, just like, a bunch of needles sticking out like, everywhere. How is this wood round? Uh, we can tell. I, I, there was a class called industrial tech or some stupid class like that. And then like... We did that, and then like we made the plastic ashtrays, and then and wood. classy. And then in he wood. definitely was not from the valley. And then uh, like, we had to, we had like religious studies. Like it wasn't even like a shop class. Like, in shop class, uh, we actually like, just did oil changes. We're making ashtrays today, honey. <laughs> I took personal finance, so basically showed us how to balance a checkbook because well, they can't play sports. Ash- they either take gym class or personal finance. I was like personal finance. First of all, ashtrays taught us plastic molding. Yeah, and, you had ten in your trailer. What the fuck? Did you need to make more for in shop class? Well, listen, were, have you ever been in a McDonald's before 1999? There were ashtrays, sir. Sir, sir, I can't hear you over your ashtrays. <laughs> yeah, this guy's, he's like, Well, there was a guy who wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I just made him ashtrays. Yeah, I just took all the balls out of the ball pit from the Don Dons and just started putting cigarettes in them, uh, took out all the drugs and put cigarettes in them. <laughs> And that's where our one-hitter came from. Worst apple ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fuckers that ate the apple after. Like, <laughs> like a McDonald's ball. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, we're at the p- part of the podcast where we do an industry shout-out. <laughs> For a while now, but yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Uh, my industry shout-out is all the cheap huts. All of them. Oh, you just decided where I'm going to go get food. Thank you. God, I'm so fucking hungry. I'm going to go eat cheap out right fucking You so just good. want a blunt. You don't care if it's got meat or cheese or anything. Uh, oh, I mean, I'll, meet I'll you take the a al- blunt with all grass. Blunt, I'll meet you the other way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, they've, uh, they, they all have every single Chiba Hut. craft beer at it. Great food. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to the ones and drink beer and eat fucking sandwiches. Smoke some weed before, so you get... All those munchies. Um, but what is there? Like six cheap huts in the valley? I like, like the that. OG one on university. That is their fucking key. Dude, so I went into the one on university because they were selling my beer. And like I was that just, little tiny bar. Dude, I was just checking in on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they still had both beers on tap. I'm like, cool. You don't have the right insert to the tap handles. Let me go get that. And the bartender had no idea what that meant because, like, my tap handle is like a just cage. A we just slide it right in. Yeah. I go, yeah. you have the wrong insert, but I'll go get you the right insert. I'll be right back. So she takes the entire tap handle off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, no, you didn't need to take the, the tap handle off. I just, I just have an insert. And like the other bartender who like knew what she was doing was like, I got this. Like, you know they're all super high, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so there it is. <laughs> Good for at least one. <laughs> um, so the bartender knew what she was doing, which... For a cheap know what you're doing bartending wise, like doesn't really mean you know what you're doing. Like you, you can run a bar good enough. I mean employed. Yeah, Plus. they're employed. Uh so she goes to screw the tap handle in and is like unscrewing the bottom Does nut it to like open and just fucking yard sale. Uh she's trying to like get the tap handle like a like the, the face of it to aim out 
and just unscrews the bottom nut too much, and now it's just spewing beer. So she's like closing it and putting her hand on, and now it's just right. I'm just sitting at the bar, fountain. and it's just literally spraying beer. Hashtag depletions. Yeah, dude, it was depletions. the best depletions. Uh, and it's my beer. So now it's literally like it's spraying all over here, but there's this perfect, solid stream of beer just spraying her dead in the face. <laughs> and hand there turns her head to the to the right, and it now it's just spraying the left of her face. Turns her to the right, spraying on the right. Or the left, now spraying on the right. Like, she couldn't avoid this stream of beer that's just spewing at her. So I'm like... I've seen that. I'm like, close the tap. before. She's How pushing. is Matt Baratex? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I literally, I'm on the other side of my mind. I'm like, close the tap, close the tap, close the tap. She, like, pushes back. It's not done because it's just unscrewed. I'm like, all right, cool. So I run around to the to, around the corner to get into the keg fridge. Just untap the keg. There's a lock on the keg fridge. And I'm like... Someone get a key to this so I can untap this because you're not going to be able to fix this. And she's like, get the fucking key. She's just a gallon of beer is now on this poor woman. Jesus. And uh, she eventually like figures out how to like tighten it so it stops spraying. And I was like, dude, that sucks. But uh, you probably need another keg now. So you guys need another slim. It'll be uh, $112. Yeah. Uh, it's a deposit. So after that, I uh, I... Did eat and have a beer. That's <laughs> just checking me. I was like, oh, no, I gotta, gotta have a beer. Uh, so th- that kick's probably pretty light now. Probably a little bit. Bullshit. But that is like the OG. I used to go there after going to MCC all the time. That Rositas is the fucking jam. Oh, oh I'm talking you, yeah, University of oh, Hardy. Oh, you're talking about in uh, Tempe. Tempe, yeah. Oh, I was talking about the one on... Uh, that one's good, too, right across the street from MCC. From, yeah. yeah, MCC, but I go into the... Uh, I've never been to the Rositas there. Oh, fuck. I've never had it. Fire. Have you been to the one over here on like, I think it's like Guad and McClintock? Guad and McClintock. Industry shout out to Rosita's on Guad and McClintock. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chiba over there. No, Rosita's last place uh, we could smoke as children inside before uh, <laughs> by the uh, before the city of, is that across the state the, of Arizona a, put a smoking ban on. We go get quesadillas and smoke from, cigarettes uh, like degenerates. That's across the street from Cornish Pasty, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have been there. Best hour and 20 minute hot pockets of your life. <laughs> Fuck Cornish Pasty. I hate that place. <laughs> well, I've done my industry like shout out. One negative shout out for the day. I fucking loathe that place. I want a bunch of hipsters to fuck around with a microwave in a goddamn hot pocket. I'll call my cousin. <laughs> ah, that is fantastic. Um, I'm uh, I'm going to kind of keep it relevant to a new opening. Um, since uh, we'll obviously promote Tempe here shortly. Um, and Tempe. Tempe. So, uh, Tap Dragon, newly open, tight place. Um, where's it at? It's on Gilbert and uh, not Tempe. Uh, Warner. Yep, those are the crossroads. And um, you guys know that's not Tempe, right? I just said Gilbert. Oh, I said we'll promote Tempe here in a second. Oh, I was talking about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I carry your beer. <laughs> That's on you. Just kidding. <laughs> well, he'll text me about concepting a food truck, but not like, hey, I need a tab handle. My favorite. Our, our, our fucking poor people food truck is going to crush. Uh, I, I still have the dose. My favorite uh, Alex moment is like, uh, yeah, I'm really good friends with this guy. I've known him for years. Still won't buy my beer. <laughs> I told you. I was like, I don't know why I come in here with the beer's not here, but. I like it. I, like, I still like this place. This guy's mad. He's like, I'm doing like 100,000 C's and fucking this one Prickly place. Prickly Pear Wheat. No tap handle. Yeah. Southwest Corner Mill Baseline. Bloodshed <laughs> 1. 
<laughs> Listen, it, 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 it showed up today. I got the keg like a month ago. <laughs> you got, you got Lagunitas IPA, so I can get Ben Vandermeer to show up pretty easily. So there you go. Yeah, he lives in Tempe these days. I think I don't want to. He's the man of mystery. Um, in any I'm, case, I'm the man of mystery. Um, ben Vandermeer is a saint. He said he hasn't shoot his pants. To be fair, I haven't shoot my pants. He that also said the shittiest thing he's thing. done on shift is not run a hot shot on time. Yeah, and I still like. Listen, I want Ben 2.0 to be on this podcast. I've never shit my pants, but I do shitty shit. I mean, like, in my defense, like, I owned up to that pretty yeah. pretty well. Yeah, and yeah. I, we've had a few people who haven't shit their pants, but they've also done shady shit. They're liars. I haven't shit my pants. But I've done shitty shit, and uh, the other people... Listen, me... me you me, shit near your pants, for sure. The last guest we I had... Mean, I shit in a toilet with my pants and my ankles. While you peed into your pants? <laughs> <laughs> listen... <laughs> Listen, Brandon. Maybe. Um, the last guest I we had. I story of that. For, forgot to tuck my dick in the toilet. The, the last guest we had, we went to uh, I, well, Chupacabra just, afterwards and just talked about how Bobby lies about not shitting I have pants. heard a story about how someone like, <laughs> needed to take a shit, so they pulled their jeans down, squatted, took a shit, and then realized as they're pissing oh, off that. shitting, it's just pissing into it's their... straight in your pants. Straight into their pants. Straight in your fucking pants. <laughs> Two big dick problems, man. Things a hassle. <laughs> Gotta, gotta reel that fucking yeah. uh, prehensile tail in. The last thing you want is your dick touching the bowl of the toilet, but then, by then your pants are heavy. Well, no, this is someone that's like. Listen, that's why you, you gotta have a big and, dick and, and like, stage fright. They drop pants <laughs> and then this it was cold. Where they are shitting, like, like they're holding themselves shitting. And then they're, but their jeans are here, so as they're pissing. Well, I've done it on a toilet. Anyone who can't see oh, Bobby yeah, squatting. That is big, that is big is, dick problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more stuff that's gonna be contained. Brandon Big Dick Casey over here. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That uh, he yeah. he usually goes by Big Meat or to Alex. Well, no, uh, <laughs> that's, like, that's a new one. Or um, Baloney, or I don't know. I'm trying. Listen, I'm hiring draft pussy, so I'm just trying to riff off the top here, and it's not working. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon fucking Gacy is more than okay. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Brandon. Um, it's the first you- time you've only used one of my names. <sighs> I did it a minute ago. You didn't notice. Um, it's weird. Regardless. Brandon fucking Casey. Give me a local shout out to round this out. Local shout out. There's a new Hawaiian joint. Uh, also on Mill Baseline. And there's a strip mall. would be the southeast corner. It's called Hana Grill. Their teriyaki and their like Hawaiian short rib game is fantastic. I love Hawaiian. Spam diabetes. macaroni and cheese. Their masubi is on point. It's just like, it's like a there. mom and pop shop. And they're having labor issues right now, so their hours kind of, whenever, like, I mean, these bastards work seven days a week. Yeah. But the food is phenomenal. It's right by, you, if you know where US Egg is, it's yep. right next to US Egg. Okay. All right. I'll be there. Time. And obviously, of course, shout out to Casey's Woodshed. You've been a gem today. Yes. Hilarious, entertaining gem. I appreciate you. You called me, baby. I didn't call you. Hi, motherfucker. You did this, Alex. Thank you for answering the bat signal, and yeah. we'll have you back. Um, but this has been uh, quite a ride, and uh, I appreciate it. So, Brandy Casey, thank you for joining us. We'll definitely have you back. It was my pleasure, Dylan. Thank you so much for having me. No, this has been uh, absolutely a, a ball, and uh, next time we'll not have Modelo. Uh, <laughs> you want to bring them Sonic Celsius? Yes. Yes. The That's yes. good. Except, or the uh, except minus ocean water, according to. Or I'll bring a growler of that um, Grand Canyon. Prickly pear wheat. Sandra after the woodshed. Uh, if we ever get this out of my basement, uh, 
we can get real turned. Turned. Not that we haven't done that already. <laughs> yeah, Bobby fell asleep. Because <laughs> uh, we've been drinking for like 14 hours. Where was my fucking... <laughs> we were in New Mexico. We were in New Mexico. I, I literally... Oh, we, yeah. We I talked about this. Mexico, I, yeah. I actually did talk to you about this. Yes. Yeah. I think I was in somewhere way nicer than New Mexico. It's every time New Alex takes a vacation, your vacations is like four notches above. I was in Whitefish, Montana. Yeah. 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 Or, or was, no, I was, on a, I was in Coeur d'Alene. At this point, I don't even care. His vacations are cooler than my vacations. <laughs> man of travel. Well, Bobby, it's been a pleasure. Always is. Thank you for having me. We'll talk to you later.